commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Rex Combat, and you're listening to Core World News, your Hornet news show for in-depth coverage and analysis of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for November 29, 2019. Fistful of Beskar. Resistance Recap. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. There's finally two games. But first... A behind-the-scenes special look and Thanksgiving TV spot hit the internet, revealing lots of new footage for the rise of Skywalker. Now, for your host, Ben Grant and Adam, to discuss. All right. Thanks, Grex. That is awesome. Um, what did you think about this uh, this little short three minutes and 16 seconds spot here? It's interesting, right? I feel like the last spot we got from JJ was for... Um, the force awakens and the message from that was look we're doing practical effects right like that was the big takeaway from this and this is telling because uh, it starts with we get a behind the scene clips that i've never seen before with the in the cockpit of the Millennium falcon just kind of um harrison ford flubbing his lines and everyone yeah. just having fun and enjoying yeah. it was themselves. really cute. it was amazing and i feel like this is kind of like Star Wars is fun, has always been fun, and we all like doing this job. Like, that seemed to be kind of the yeah. suggestion here. Is like, we all love this thing, and yeah, it's he, going to end. It's, he really does a good job of capturing, like, the soul and essence of Star Wars in these behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. special looks. In that, um, you know, starts off with some comedy. We see some old footage of Harrison and Mark in the, in the cockpit, uh, you know, bounce to the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Super funny. Um, yeah. But then it just he just injects so much heart after that. Yes. And the Alec Guinness line where he's like, oh. this story could take place anywhere. Yeah. The past, present, and future. Like, oh, God, that is yeah. gold. That's yeah. gold. That's behind the scenes gold. I know. Yeah. They must be sitting on a bunch of this. But this was a really elite cut of, of a yeah. lot of yeah, amazing was... behind the scenes footage. And I mean, for me, it was just another straight tearjerker. Out yeah. Of nowhere. Oh, yes. like, yeah. I can't look at that and not like having, you know, Eunice right next to um, Peter Mayhew. Was yeah. Like, I don't know. That was oh. tough. Every time. Like luckily, um, Carrie Fisher only speaks like one, like, three oh, words because know, like enough, my face exploded as soon as yeah. I saw her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we know Harrison did a lot. Of, uh, was do it was kind of teaching the actors how to how to, how to operate in this world when yeah. you know when Daisy mm-hmm. and John came on the Force Awakens. We know that mentorship occurred. Then we know, obviously, George Lucas, and Dave Filoni was a mentorship. Yeah. But Peter Mayhew and Jonas Watomo, that's like one of the ultimate mentorships. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. They also had a shot, um, and it was cool because it was a dirty frame, and there's no audio because the whoever was shooting it was um, not close enough to it. But it was during um, uh, sequel era, so probably uh, Force Awakens. But yeah. it was um, Harrison Ford uh, speaking with uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, um, just like off this, you know, yeah, the side in full costume. Yeah, but just like talking, it looked like they were talking like business or whatever. It was just, it was an awesome It scene. was, yeah. yeah. And it was interesting, too, because it was very focused on original trilogy and sequel trilogy. There's very yeah. little prequel, but the prequel we got... Oh, uh, it was so good! And it's all you McGregor. And that's, like, yeah. that's who you hang your prequel on, right? Is that... <laughs> he's been such a backer of those things for yeah. so long, and he's going to come back into the fold, so it was great to see him. It was great to see yeah. him. Yeah. I hope to see uh, Hayden Christensen at some point sort of brought in like that, too. Do you think <laughs> that he's not in it for a reason? No. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if he's going to show up in Rise of Skywalker, which I still put it like 50-50. I think we get like a 50-50 shot of I'm him. seeing a lot of like rumbling out on the yeah. webs about it. 
if that happens, I feel like they, they didn't want to necessarily put him in it because then that might, they, they're afraid that's going to quote unquote show their hand, right? Like yeah. the idea that like suddenly he's in it and then does that mean he's going to be coming back? Well, they certainly made a big deal out of Vader's helmet. Yeah. yeah. And the only payoff I can see that would come from that would be an appearance of the Force Ghost. Like that's yeah. probably the biggest payoff you could get with that helmet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been played up I mean, twice now. We're talking about Rise of Skywalker. What is Skywalker? Who is? Right, right. Are we talking about Luke? Are we talking about Anakin? Are we talking about both? Are we going to get like yeah. a Luke and Anakin Force Ghost together moment? Because that's going to make me cry forever. Right. Because we don't mm-hmm. have that, right? Like, also, the absence of his Force Ghost is a really interesting choice. Like the fact that Luke hasn't been speaking yeah. with him, although it's yeah. his father. And although all he wanted to do was leave the Death Star with his father, yeah. you know, alive. Right. right? Why wouldn't you be in constant communication with them? Why would you close yourself off from everyone? And then, you know, Especially only, only to have Yoda break through. Seen him as a force ghost, right? If we yeah, didn't see him right. at the end of episode six as a force ghost, you kind of go, well, maybe he couldn't come back. Maybe he couldn't. Yeah. We know he could. Right. We get like a little wave, a little like, hi, how are you? Yeah. And, I mean, if I yeah. could play dark side advocate yeah. here on the, your comment, Grant, I think it's um, that, I think it's because we're, we keep forgetting it's 30 years. You know, yes. Like, he wasn't in exile for 30 years. He's been in yes. exile for what? Six? Yeah. Five? I, I, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to know that number. But um, most of the time he probably was, and who knows how yeah. much he's talked to. We, we just don't know. But at that point, he had had his major F up. And yeah. then, um, you know, and, and, and left and cut himself up. off. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 I mean, horse. I don't really. I mean, that's. I get that logic that works perfectly, but we've heard characters in the story directly blame Vader for right. Kylo's turn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he has too much Vader in him. Yeah. He's, yeah. Vader seems like a key to unraveling yeah. the mystery yeah. behind Kylo's think, nature. Yeah, and we know that, yeah. I mean, again, you you, hit, you start out by saying how much play the helmet's been getting. The helmet's back in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, the helmet so, keeps yeah. coming back, guys. Like, there's got to be Vader in this in some way. And are saving he, the best for last. Like, maybe yeah. you'll get that shot of, like, Luke and, you know, Aiden. How do we get the Emperor and not get Vader. some Vader in some way, whether it's Anakin or Vader? Like, I feel like there's a 95% oh. chance we get one or the other or both, right? Like, it'd be weird at this point not to. Yeah. yeah. It would be so sad, though, if, like, Vader's still serving, you know, the Emperor in death oh, <laughs> somehow. There's, there's yeah. no way that can happen. Yeah. No, there's no way. Because that at least, right, Return of the Jedi had to put that to bed. Yeah. Well, the whole, I mean, the original trilogy is well, all about breaking yeah. free from that control, yeah. right? right? So it's like... Yeah. Now what does he do now that he's off the leash? Right. What is he like now? Yeah. Like that's kind of what I thought would be interesting yeah. to explore. Yeah. Actually, and it will be cool to see an incantation of the Emperor without Vader. Like, oh, what, absolutely. What oh, definitely. He, yeah. 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 Because I mean it's always that's defined him well, in so many ways. And when he's not around Vader, he's always looking for an apprentice, right? Yeah. So there's gonna yeah. be apprentice seeking in this, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean that's Palpatine's whole thing. Yeah. And I think he's going At after least Ray. have agents, you know. I think he's going to be so disinterested in Kylo and so interested. See, in that's Ray. what I thought the last Jedi was going to be. I thought Snoke was going to be like, well, get this, you, get this Skywalker out of here. I want you're going to get it yeah, just yeah. a movie later than you thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he said it. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, he was going to take. Said he wanted it. Snoke was going to take Ray out, and I was like, what? Don't no, you want no. a stronger? Apprentice? That's what he was saying. No, he was just all lies. He was just beginning the torture. Yeah, but I mean, he said the whole what he did actually say in that huge monologue yeah, yeah. to Kylo was like. You were just a sad, you know, low rent version of your grandfather. Yeah. And but this girl, yeah. she's yeah. like she's she the real deal. You. She's the real thing. She's super yeah. strong. Yeah. You're like the best thing I could have had until I saw this other great, amazing thing that I wanted. And yeah. Like, which is also what what which is exactly what Palpatine always did, right? It was just yeah. like Darth so Darth sick. Maul, Darth what? No, Vader. Now it's my thing. Like, yeah. Um, what else do we see in this yeah, Thanksgiving special look? And uh, 
and a TV spot too. We got TV. Yeah, spots I don't. I, that's pretty much everything that's, I had to say yeah. for the for the uh, behind the scenes or the featurette. But like the the preview. I mean, there's so much in that preview that we've already seen, but it was shown in a different way. And I'll just I'll say it first is like they use Duel of the Fates. Oh yeah, which to me is like the, one of the best, if not the yeah. best, Star Wars song of all time, yeah. and. Again, that's purposeful. You don't bring that that music score back in, right? Accidentally, it was, it was and it, it's again one of my favorites. Yeah. And it's like it really felt like the snake was eating its tail yeah. during that because you're seeing all the sequel images, but you're hearing the prequel like <laughs> yes. intensity, yeah. and it was really cool. And it fit, and it uh, works. There's also yeah. a rendition of Imperial March. Yes, that's yep. so different. It's so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of want to play it back after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a minute. Yeah. Um, but we saw some new stuff. We saw that whole like green nebula scene with the with the worm. Well, that was the that was the international. international. Oh, yeah, that, that was, the international. was it. So we also we also were on YouTube and we're like, I, I saw the international one. I'm like, ooh, play the international one because there's always a couple of extra little things, nuggets. Yeah. In the international, so we got to see Sith troopers for the first time in action. Yeah, dumping out of one of the yep. first order carriers. Yep. And we saw a space monster of some yeah. kind again, which yeah. is awesome because it's it's always you have to have a space monster in a Star Wars movie. Right. It was roughly the proportions of a. Um, Oh gosh, Exegorth. Exegorth, thank you. Uh, but or the size of it, uh, also it, the scale of it. But it wasn't. It was very differently shaped. That was like the the, the the apprentice teaching the master because I learned that word from Ben. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. made me very happy to be able to spit it back at Ben. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, we um, saw Ray with Zori in the behind the scenes. I think I in saw the same in the same. No, that was, wasn't the TV spots. That was the behind the scenes. It was the behind the scenes. Yeah, Zori popped up too because yeah. we saw Naomi Aki oh, and we yeah. saw um, Zori Bliss. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that 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 uh, there wasn't a ton extra in that in that Thanksgiving spot. Okay, so the one thing that I kind of lost my mind about, which is just so minor, is Ray with a hood. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the uh, the Battlefront Two folks are like, need give it to me yeah. right now. I need yeah. it so badly. Yeah, I yeah. bet it, it looks, looks cool. Awesome. I love it. I love that it's a white robe. Yeah, it's like a fitted white robe with like a hood. It looks cool. It's totally her, right? Like it's yeah. it, it, it. You see that progression of her outfit through the three movies, and it and it works in a way that just is, is yeah. cool. Luke and had I, the hood in Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, it's like a sleeker costume though. Like yeah. it looks like it's, she's combat ready. She's the color <laughs> of all of Obi Wan Kenobi's outfits in the. Dude, I'm telling you, the greatest, the greatest twist ever could be that Obi Wan and Rey are connected in a well, really interesting way. They yeah. also did very purposefully show a scene of both Ewan McGregor and and uh, mm. and her spinning their lightsaber in the exact, exact same, same way. way. And in, in the, the Secrets of the scenes. Jedi book that just came out, yeah. there, there's Luke in the center and there's Ray on one side and Obi yes. on the other side. And, yeah, hmm. maybe They're they just... did show us that. And, and Obi Wan is See, entirely absent from both. Of Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Yeah, I think, but I also think that's why, I think that's why we're going to get Hayden Christensen and we're not going to get Obi Wan because they're they're doing the opposite. They're showing us what's not coming. They're trying to fake us out. We might guess just like just like yada yada yada. Whatever planet they're on, part Parsnees, Parsnips. What's the name of this new planet? All right, on? guys, Parnassus yeah. is yeah, sure, it's not Tatooine. Fine. What if it's massive right. misdirection that you're focusing on Kylo and Rey? Mm-hmm. And when Rey gets to the Emperor, Obi-Wan and Anakin's ghosts come out side by side with her and fight him. And there was always their plan to come back and destroy Palpatine. In. In? Does that work? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how ghosts will fight Palpatine, but maybe Palpatine. But it's Anakin yeah. and Obi-Wan that take right. out Palpatine. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I'm on board. That's, that's and Qui Gon sitting back, just kind of watching. Just and then, so if you, if they're if if Palpatine's ever talking about you know 
two people coming together. Yeah. Uh, and it's you're thinking it's Ray and Kylo the entire yeah. time. It's really Anakin and yeah. Obi. Like that would be. A and they're like, this time we'll do it yeah. together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the ending I was thinking. Of. All right. <laughs> the movie's not released yet. We can still do punch ups. Mm, yeah, Call yeah. us Disney. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that would be such a fan pleasing, satisfying ending. If they can um, somehow explain to me how a you know force ghost can interact with the tangible world, then yes, totally yeah, satisfied. Or I, I, I so when we, we saw it, it's precedent. We saw Yoda do it. So that's like I say, maybe it's maybe <laughs> they both they, just force lightning no, no. the emperor that's the <laughs> no, no. to death. So like... so they show up, right? Yeah. So Anakin, Anakin over here show up. They're like swinging ghost lightsabers. They're just going through him, and Yoda shows up. He goes, "Let me take care of this," and just calls <laughs> down a bolt of lightning. <laughs> That'd be oh, great. Man. Write, write me the check. I'll write this movie. Um, but, you know, at time of recording, we have uh, 20 days, 3 hours, 57 minutes, and 46 seconds before all will be revealed. So don't, so don't, steal, don't steal that theory. All. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Um, all right. That's, I mean, what else do you guys have? Anything, final thoughts on the uh, these two? I think that's it. But I, I, I uh, got another piece of news briefly that I want to hit on. Um, and that is about Galaxy's Edge. And so they're oh, about boy. to open up the new ride, which is the Rise of the Resistance, right? Something yes. Something like that. Uh, which is, by all accounts, supposed to be amazing. Like, you have, like... It's, like, half the size of the park. It's huge. It's multiple ride mechanics. You have... The new thing I heard is that you have laser fire going past you. So somehow they figured out how to make that happen in real time that it looks like you see laser fire coming around you, which is unbelievable. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. That's also... <laughs> wait, so I, wait, so laser projected laser fire. Yes. Okay, okay. But it's supposed to look like... like I don't want to but, die. But, but it's supposed <laughs> to look real. So my guess <laughs> of is all the ways to go out. My guess, and, and this will kind of play off of Grant's major complaint about the Mandalorian, yeah. is I guess they probably whoa, whoa, have to... I have a major complaint. Yeah, there's not a fog. So I oh, feel yeah, like yeah. they must have to do it with fog <laughs> techniques or something yeah, to get yeah, the lasers. Yeah. But it's supposed to look um, really... I don't know. I fog but it's supposed it, to look yeah. really realistic, like laser fire shooting around you. Okay. But that's also not the news. Because I, I the news is that they want to do something to make this kind of grand opening and add another element. And, and I was always wondering with Galaxy's Edge, you look up, right? And there's this whole open sky space. And I was wondering what they're going to do with that. And and Lucas Arts and the Parks teamed with some aeronautic firms to create realistic flying X-Wings. All right, so risk averse Disney is going to put drones above people's heads. Which are two-thirds the size <laughs> scale of actual X-Wings. That's huge. And they'll be flying overhead? They'll be like flying overhead. Flybys? And I think they're only doing it at night that... so the scale doesn't, so it looks, so the scale right. doesn't change. But yeah, there's going to be X-Wings flying above our heads at Galaxy's Edge. So there's like, so <laughs> C-3PO drones, would tell you there's yeah. like a one in like three million chance you're going to die. Like, worth it <laughs> worth it yeah. one in three million <laughs> if I I'll get take killed it. by an X-Wing I'll take it yeah like, that's that's like, like yes I've had a good run yeah exactly <laughs> just have, let it happen after <laughs> December 20th not the we're worst all good. yeah as long yeah. as it's after December 20th I'm, I'm good with it oh speaking of the other thing not to get dark for a second but did you hear there was the dark but kind of <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, did you hear about that news story there's a fan who is terminally ill who's not going to make it to like projections and and Mark Hamill <laughs> show to it? No, I thought you were like saying uh, is it Mark Hamill? No, no, no. Um 
Yeah, so, no, I think that he worked with Disney and everyone, they actually ended up showing that person the rest of Skywalker oh, early, cool. which is amazing, because I always had that worry of, like, that would be my Make-A-Wish. And, like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, I would yeah. make that doing it, which wish. is I such a nice... I read something that was actually, like, Mark Hamill, like, watching yeah, with them or something. I probably. Oh, no, there was someone else earlier that was going to pass away, and they, they didn't have the cut for them. Yeah. And so Mark Hamill told them. Told them, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, yeah. like of course you do that. Like, yeah. what's, what's that person going to do? They're not going to release it, and if they do, who cares? Like, but anyway, so... Um, so back to X-Wings that's, yeah, that's flying overhead and I'm like I the part of me's been bummed I haven't been able to go to Galaxy's Edge yet and part of me is very excited that it's I'm, I'm waiting because every time I'm like oh I'm going to go before this happens they keep revealing they're going to release more things they're going to happen right. so yeah. yeah I'm super interested in how that park's going to evolve with the, the next films and yeah. the next iteration of Star Wars I think they're just going to drop canon after a while right because Batu is a canon location that's going to continually evolve what do you mean drop canon that they're not it's not going to be an interactive story that is canon connected I think this is really tied to Rise of Skywalker currently and I think that's yeah. going to get old replaying the same day over and over yeah. and over again yeah, so I think, well theoretically if they go a thousand years in the past those buildings probably wouldn't have been built like you know what I mean like that and it's hard to wise. keep updating everything to be still yeah. within yeah I mean I think they can they can put this moment in time on ice for a while yeah. I also think they can change the storyline within the timeline and still make it interesting it's true they have a year within yeah. the play with so it could and be and also everything they do is canon so even if they wanted to go way off script they could I think they could easily convert Batu into like some other storyline yeah. that's their own that could be canon because it's not going to interfere with anything so here's a weakness <laughs> And I'll point a specific weakness that occurred. Okay. Um, so, you are the park expert. So um, this is from... So if you listen to the podcast um, uh, Star Wars Minute, one of the guys uh, moved to LA recently and he did a meetup with some of the fans, you know, unannounced, like they didn't do it officially, but they said, hey, I'm going to be at Galaxy's Edge this day, come with us. Yeah. And they went on Life Day. Because of course you go on Life Day. Of course yeah, you go on Life great. Day. I want to do that. Now, if you were to go to a Star Wars park at Life Day, wouldn't you expect some Life Day festivities? Right? I mean, no. Really? I would. <laughs> I would expect it. Nay, I would demand yeah. it. Yeah, I would demand Lumpy like running around with his toys. Even if it's just orbs, even if it's just people saying Happy Life Day. <laughs> yeah, listen, the world isn't as cool as you think it is. No, but like, but it's Star Wars, right? So even if it just... Yeah, it's just, easy. It's right there at the hanging fruit. But right. And I, zero. I agree. I would love to see it. It they, makes so much sense. Like if but Chewbacca's I don't give them enough the credit to do that. But they didn't do it. I love the, it. The, the only reason, why, but the only reason why they didn't do it is because they can't because that day in that park is not a life day. Yeah. So yeah. so by, by the way, fans took over the park that day and did their own life day stuff. Oh, well, there you go. And and, and the, they played nice. Like the people, like the Disney people who realized what they were doing yeah. once they communicated with each other just left everyone alone let them do their own life day thing. Like people actually made fake orbs and were wearing white robes to That's do life amazing. day stuff. But it's just weird. It's weird that you're so focused on this on this canon has to be this day thing that you miss these other minor opportunities to well like, mm -hmm. it's it's a gradual thing the thing is it hasn't been over that's, a year that's what I'm thinking right? is going to happen yeah, after it, it a year or two they'll loosen it up it might yeah. be you know they're, I'm sure they're gathering information mm -hmm. the, the idea that this whole park is going to be run by people as hardcore as like the three of us and all of our listeners is very low. Yeah. It's very low that they're going to have people. These well, you want everyone to be able to come in and people. enjoy it. You don't right. want to be. But I'm sure they have brilliant people working at that place. They're going to. They're constantly gathering feedback, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is yeah. missed opportunity. I mean, based on we got to make sure we do this next year." I mean, don't get me wrong. Based on the rides yeah. and everything else, it's a masterpiece, yeah. and I cannot wait to go. Right. There's yeah. just weird things I'm looking at. That's a little like it, I think they need to figure out yeah. that balance, and I think that's going to happen. And I hope I get to go before they figure out that balance because I want to experience the canon day. At yeah. least once, 
There might be yeah. more scaling to do too. They might just build a Star Wars land at some point. Like, right. this might just I be think a test gonna, for like. I think it's going to happen at Disney World and not Disneyland. Yeah. There's not enough room mm. at Disneyland, okay. but Disney World they have tons. So I figure that is probably they're probably seeing how it goes. Yeah, and they'll probably keep Fans building it out. Dream. Yeah, yeah, because that would be the ultimate. Well, the hotel's going to open soon. That'll yeah, be a whole other immersive. Gosh, yeah, the hotel's kind of like a third. That, feel, that feels more part, timeless. Right? I feel like it might not be as connected to Batu, yeah. where maybe there's some shifts and changes that are going to have to occur. I bet there's the going to be stormtrooper takeovers. Yeah, in there and oh, I mean, awesome. suppose Kylo Ren's. I think supposed to supposed to board oh, at some point. Board. Like you can completely. You're absolutely right, Grant. You can completely cool. keep redoing or changing. <laughs> you that can story. call down the concierge and have like a Kylo Ren wake up call. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> Kill them all. Get on. I know. That would be They're so fun. Like, if I saw him coming down the hallway and he, like, pushed an arm at me, I would totally, like, freeze mm-hmm. or do something. Or, like, you know, pretend to be getting chopped yeah. down or something. Yeah. That'd be great. No, I, I cannot wait to go. <laughs> I want to get chopped down by Kylo Ren. I totally do. <laughs> or join the Force First Order. Go. Yeah. So I'm about a year away from my first specifically scheduled visit. Right. Oh, sweet. But I also have a feeling that at some point I may break down and wait for a deal and. Buy a ticket on a credit card and run away. Yeah, just run, run away. away. Park. I'm going a uh, 22nd of the 27th. That's awesome. I'll yeah. be down, I don't, or I'll be in Florida then, and I just need to. You'll find convince yeah. uh, my new family that. Uh, Is that there? Uh, yeah. So you're going down to Florida. Yeah. Oh, great. That's, I kind of want to do that. Kind of want to do that. Week of. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be. There but I'm, a, I'm a Disneyland person. Like I love Disneyland. Really, like, I never, I prefer I've it. never been. I mean, I hear everything's yeah. cool. I'd much rather go to California than Florida. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> well, let's see. That's Do you want to go to the place that was was used to test to see if this stuff works? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or do you want to go to the park where Walt was just like, you know what, we figured out all the kinks in this crappy other little one, and now we're going to totally fix it for this new one. I don't know. It's up to you. Whatever. Right. Taste change, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fair but enough. This is a long-standing argument between my wife and I, because I'm an East Coaster, she's a West Coaster. So oh, we yeah. talk Disneyland, okay. Disney World arguments all the time. Right. Oh, Disneyland's time. All right. I think we're done with the segment. <laughs> okay. Why don't we get into the meat of this? We just talked about nothing. Yeah. 21 minutes. All right. Hey, good, good for us. All right, so this is our Mandalorian uh, segment uh, here. And uh, this past week, uh, actually a couple hours ago, we watched this. um, And it's episode four, Sanctuary. Um, And uh, this episode would definitely ring sound with me. I'm a big Seven Samurai fan. I've mentioned Mm -hmm. it on probably half of our podcasts. Um, I have a Seven Samurai tattoo, mm-hmm. and um, um, yeah, you and, saw and, the first and, frame of this episode, and you just blurted out Seven Samurai. <laughs> yeah, like, are like, they oh, straight up doing Seven Samurai? <laughs> yeah, because they showed a bunch of farmers yeah. in a field, and like yeah. that's yeah. the crazy thing is Seven Samurai is four hours long, and they yeah. put it into a what like forty minute uh, yeah. episode, and it fit, it worked. Like you can get yeah. through those major things, and it's also interesting because this is the second Dave Filoni project. That's completely yeah. referenced Seven Samurai. There was the the run with the bounty hunters uh, on Clone Wars that was also a Seven Samurai. Yeah, yeah. Episode. So it's interesting. Like, oh, the, yeah, they work them in everywhere. Yeah, which, I mean, I think we've we've talked about um, Wolves of the Caliphs. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, blatant, yeah. It, so it's just people have stopped trying to hide it. No. They're just like, no, this is something. There's this a reason why, Samurai right? Episode. Like, it's it's you get into that myth telling, right? It's it's a classic yeah. myth, even if it's a yeah. modern one. It's an archetype yeah. at this point. I mean, the film's worshipped. Yeah, it's been ripped off so many times. Yeah, and actually, yeah. sometimes they hide it, and, some, and a lot of times they don't. Like, every action film you've ever seen is essentially this. Like, yes. every ensemble yeah. cast action film, and that's why I got yeah. the tattoo. I'm just like, yeah. I get so much joy out of this story. I don't care how many times you tell it to me. And I appreciate that they didn't get, they didn't get cute with it in this no. episode. No. They got cute with a lot of things. They got, about like, the cuteness. literal with it. 
But like they, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like this is just such a classic story that we're just going to tell it straight up. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah. Kurosawa in other way, other of his films were influences on the previous mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. But uh, this one, I feel like they just, I don't know. There's no shame in it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a filler episode. Like you just like follow the thing. But it's yeah. also classic. I mean, it's Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. It's um, you you kind of got to do one, and and but also I think they use this in the service of telling their story. Um, hopefully they get off this planet in the next episode and do something crazy yeah. next. But I mean, you needed to establish that they couldn't just like play possum in a back, you know, right. some uncivilized world. Right. Like, that's not going to work. But it makes sense that was his plan, right? Like it made yeah. sense. He didn't yeah. know where to go. He doesn't have any allies. I just right. need to get off. Pl- I just need to hide out for a little while. And they were able to pass time, right? Like towards the end, they do reveal that they've been there for right. like, weeks right. after the end. Of, there's a time jump that's very yeah. subtle, but weeks. So right. Yeah. So pretty cool. Um, also, I forgot to mention we are joined with uh, Jenny. Um, she joined us for watching the Mando here, and so yeah. she's here. Say hi, Jenny. Hi. So that's what her voice sounds like. You <laughs> never hear it again, but you, if you do, that's I don't know. That we you heard her on the solo episode, and I'm guessing yeah. we'll hear her again on the Rise of Skywalker episode. Yeah. By the way, Jenny, we're gonna hear you again on the Rise of Skywalker episode. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. happening. Yeah, totally. We're <laughs> and Carly, live yeah. episode there too. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, so interesting. Any other? Um, I mean, I don't know how you want to go through this one. Any other pure highlights for you? Uh, I mean, go, we'll go back to influences. Let's just cover all the influences, yeah. right? I think okay. Seven Samurai, major. Yeah. Uh, especially when he's looking yeah. at the footsteps outside. There's a scene where... Yep. Yeah. Uh, I thought, God, he used the, the like, used his visor. When I think the Samurai... Like, heads-up display yeah. features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty, which yeah, is yeah. always... I always love heads-up display Super features. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we got um, a POV. Yeah, POV. The helmet. Huge. Uh, takes the helmet off in this episode. He does. Mm-hmm. And finally talks about that. Sight of everyone, even though that's... Not supposed to be what he does, but it's cool. It was a really cool scene. I appreciate this this idea. It also did answer a couple of questions because it was yeah. unclear up until this episode How if he ate. did ever. <laughs> yes, if you get it, but if he ever took his helmet off, right? right? Like I was unclear with the with the mythos if you never took it off or you didn't take it off in front of others. Well, and there was she the the like um, blacksmith. Yep made him like have you ever taken your helmet off and then he's like no has anyone else made you take right. your helmet off yeah no but it's like you take your helmet off so clearly Everyone the subtext is where others see right when you're right, when you're right. private and alone so i'm glad they addressed that because right. literally i, I yeah. kept being the jerk in the background making jokes about like the only way you can eat is with straws and i'm like yeah, yeah if i'm if i came up with that joke that means that every other person who watched it had the same thought so like clearly right. this is something that like we got to address this at some point that yes he takes his helmet off yeah yeah, I also felt like Lord of the Rings was kind of a big influence this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like the Shire and or the scourging of the Shire. Oh, more so like the yes. the, the scourging <laughs> of like the Ford and Ro- yeah. the Rohirrim and that territory, and then those kind of uh, yeah. those farmsteads getting attacked by Urukai. Like I, yeah. I felt that in this there was episode. a Lord. Uh, there was a Lord of the Flies reference that I was thinking about while I was watching this, which was the ATST monster. Yeah, thing because you see this monster in the woods and it's kind of this beast and it turns out in, the, in Lord of the Flies it turns out to be a pig right it turns out yeah. to be a wild boar right but there's this kind of like is it what is it it's a monster in the woods right and it turns out right. to be something else which is kind of interesting I right. thought that was I thought the way they treated the, the, the ATST felt like the T-Rex from Jurassic World Jurassic yes. Park very right? Jurassic yeah. and, uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard being in the new Jurassic World movies it oh, sounds like this funny. really beautiful yeah. kind of poetic callback it and even, she directed this episode by the way did. it was yeah. incredible another yeah. incredible uh, direct, directed episode yeah, and the thing even roars, even growls. It actually growls growl at one point. Yeah. You're like, all right, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. They they showed the concept art at the end, and it had yeah. like a lot more markings on it. It was a more darker thing. For some reason, they didn't do that. They just went with like a red light in the yeah. cab, um, which actually makes sense if you're fighting at night. Yeah. You would probably have that. But um, it was an interesting look. But it was like, yeah. I would have loved to see it parked. Yeah. You never see these things. 
parked on the ground and it was parked on the ground it was and really it cool. stood up. Yeah. I would have liked to see that just the like dork in me. I wonder oh, yeah, right. me too. I wonder if, if, if Grant you kinda of hit the nail on the head with Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Dallas Howard doing it and kind of her probably looking at it and then reading it and looking at the concept art going, No, let's just make it a T Rex. Like let's <laughs> yeah. just probably that was her yeah, like, It feels like it. a creature. Like, like you, you yeah. don't see it parked. You don't see men, you know, jump into inside and, and pilot it. You just it just comes out of the woods like a creature that's always yeah. been there. Yeah. We Pretty also get uh, our we get Cara Dune. We get our first uh, yeah. we get our first uh, uh, appearance. Car, yeah, ex rebel shock 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 trooper. Yeah, which I've never heard of a rebel shock trooper, nope. but yeah. sure. But we were reminded several times throughout the episode. Yes, that she. That's well, she she, she has a very big lore drop about like kind of the state of the galaxy yeah. after uh, the you know the end of the Galactic mm-hmm. Civil War. And how she was sent with just shock troopers to take out Imperial warlords, who she called uh, imps, which I loved. I loved. Yeah, that's I love the, the phrasing. That's now becoming a big thing because they say that okay. a ton in Jedi Fallen Order is imps. imps. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's okay. now a thing. Yeah, yeah. But she was like, that's not what I signed up for, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I'll liberate the galaxy, but I'm not a fighter. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't want to go around killing. I'm not going to be in your military. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, because they eventually started asking these shock troopers, these hardened war, you know, yeah. soldiers to like guard delegates and like yeah. politicians and things like that. And they're like, no, no, no. No. We're yeah. here to fight a war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she yeah. feels like she's sure her retirement. And yeah. yeah, I'm out. Um, there's a scene where they fight, and it's amazing because yeah. um, the actress um, Gianna, I'm now no, it's not, name. not the actor. It's um, Carano. Carano. Yeah, yeah. Gina Carano. Gina, yeah, Gina, Carano. Gina, Gina Carano. Um, she's an ex MMA fighter, and they yeah. really use that to their advantage. There's a scene where she takes down the Mandalorian. That is amazing. Like, like just yeah. his head. He does that thing where his head goes in the ground and his spine bends the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scorpion, scorpion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scorpion. Oh, yeah. I've done that many a time. <laughs> <laughs> Not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, and that's all stunt stunts that she did. Like, she is just incredible at yeah. the stunt scenes. And uh, I'm thrilled with her character. I hope she comes along for the journey at this point. Like, I hope she's yeah. a companion. And they did interesting forward. things with her because I, I, based on how they described her, we knew she was the, an ex. An, an ex rebel fighter they clearly made her extremely physically intimidating but she's actually kind of cheery yeah know? which yeah. I thought was a really interesting choice right for that character like yeah. just she's not like PTSD just, she's like uh, why aren't you just like retired and like yeah, enjoying just your life enjoying a drink at a, at a cantina and just yeah, yeah this is such an awesome role for her because I think if you, I don't know if you guys have seen like Soderbergh's Haywire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like a one-dimensional like hitman. Yeah, and they do the same uh, in one yeah. of the Fast and the Furiouses. Yeah, she's in it. And so she's... this, she really gets to explore yeah. explore like full range of her character. Yeah, cool. She's joyous at times. She's skeptical. She's, she's one cynical. Of the better actors in the character. And the she, yeah. yeah, agreed. And she's very excited to be in the show. Like I follow her on Instagram. Oh, really? And it's and everyone else has been promoting and been fun, but everything yeah. she's posted for the past two months have been Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. She loves being in. She loves this. Yeah. I mean, it's the hottest show right now. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot to be proud of. Um, what else we got going on? So, um, yeah, I mean, we we talked a little bit. You know, you said you hoped that she went along for the ride. Yeah, but yeah. she. Did, I mean, they said goodbye at the end of the they episode. Did, yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting. I, I have a feeling that it would be. It's it's. I think it's really cool that he's meeting these great characters yep. and then leaving them. Yeah, I mean, because it's we're meeting more new, interesting characters, and that that's my favorite yeah. thing in in Star Wars. Um, but it would be interesting to see if they he rounded them up for a mission towards the end. I don't know if it's going to be the end of the season or maybe. So I wonder if season right season one is very western man with no name wandering from town to town, meeting allies. Probably yeah. wonder if season two is not a heist, uh, not a heist show. 
Right. And season two is like, we have to go rescue Baby Yoda. Let's get the gang back together again to plan out a heist. Like, it'd be interesting, interesting. if they totally shift every season to tell a different Yeah, some of the marketing yeah. makes you feel like it's IG-11, Gina Carano, mm-hmm. uh, Cara Dune, and um, The Mandalorian kind of yeah. working yeah. together. I, I've seen some marketing and, and posters. And Nick Nolte. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Nick Nolte, uh, <laughs> of course. Um, It'll be interesting in the next seasons because... Everyone's gonna grow except Baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah exactly. so how is his character gonna expand? Like, what are they gonna do with him? Because he's only gonna be like four years older, which is like he's just yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he's aged. Months. He's aged a week. Like, yeah. clearly yeah. going down the dark path. Like, oh yeah. no, no, no. The Baby Yoda is perfect. <laughs> yeah, they did the interesting thing with this de slow aging thing because they that that character for the life of the show unless the show decides to last for 30 seasons can't really do a lot with that character I, know. I don't understand how his aging is supposed to work because like yeah. according to what it's really working it's the way you guys talked about it where you're like well if this is the case it's then, just a straight linear... then Yoda then Yoda Yoda died when he was 18 essentially an 18 year old boy with the intellect of an 18 year old yeah that... but he looks aged like he he yeah. looks older but the thing is is like you just wait until it's it's yeah, curvilinear. It it's got to be curvilinear. It's curvilinear, but, but yeah. I don't understand how that works. Like, so is he going to find like perfect consciousness? When is he going to learn how to talk? How long is it going to take him to learn how to talk? I Another hundred years, maybe. I bet you we never hear that thing talk in this in this show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're. Yeah. I don't know how long that baby's going to be around because you got to think that the first movie in the trilogy and the next the upcoming stories is called The Force Awakens. Like, why would there be something that powerful in the Force in the galaxy if the Force right. is just now awakening again? I think we get a, I think we get a, was it Flowers for Algernon thing going on? I think we get kind of a storytelling where it's basically like, I think it's a clone. I think clones age weirdly, and I think we're going to get a disease. I don't think we're going to get it killed. I think we're going to get a really heart-wrenching, this thing has a genetic disorder that I cannot that's how all clones punk. die, though. They just yeah. degradate. Yeah, because something. Like, yeah, that's my not theory. Made I thought part. clones, like, they just aged faster, period. So, yes, they were in their peak, but they were only in their peak for, like, 10 years, yeah. and then they essentially die. Yeah, I thought so, too. Okay. Yeah, common sci-fi trope, but like, I, the clone but, isn't... But, have but Grant's right, you got... This character's This character ha- cannot... I mean, tree can. But, but from, like... What they've done with the Skywalker trilogy, it'd be weird to have this thing wandering around during the time of the sequel trilogy. So I feel like you've yeah. got to take care of it. And well, you're not going to be heartless to kill it, even though yeah. it's kind of waiting for it to happen in this episode. Kill it, like murder it. But I think you're going to end up having it have a really sad, like this is going to teach him to lose something and, and, and feel lost and, and feel something. Yeah. Do you think the dormancy of the Force has something to do with him? Not learning anything like if the force mm. awakens, he'll maybe like, yeah, he'll come out of the woodwork and yeah, Ray. Like, yeah, the force <laughs> I would love that. It's, it's actually not Palpatine that we're seeing in that in that <laughs> thing. It's baby, it's grown up baby Yoda, just three baby Yodas in yeah. a Palpatine suit <laughs> <laughs> on a spider mech. Yeah, oh my God. can we can we talk about the cuteness? Not Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm moving right past. Oh, that. we want to talk about the tone of the Mandalorian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying the show, and I think Grant, I don't want to steal your line from you, Do but it. we've said at the same time, this is not the show I was at all expecting to get. Don't necessarily mean that as a knock. I just am shocked with like because it starts out. I thought it was going to be dark. It was dark in tone. There are dark moments in it. This was by far the cutest slash funniest episode. Right. 
We see you're just, you baby Yoda interacting with other children, which is just... Ch- children, there's this thing where it's hitting the switch and the Mandalorian saying oh. no, and then puts the Mandal- and then puts baby Yoda on its knee, and I was sitting there feeling all the feels the entire yeah. time. It's kind of the cutest thing that's ever I did not expect life. to have those feels while yeah. watching the Mandalorian. I don't know if that's bad. Granted, episodes can have different tones. I like shows yeah. that play around with tone between episodes. Yeah. So maybe this is a lighter episode for all, the, all of the series, and there's going to be darker tones and lighter ones. But I'm just, I'm just surprised. I'm shocked, and I don't, I don't know how to feel. That's all. I don't right. I like what I'm yeah, getting. Like a, but it's not like, what I expected. There's like a hyper gritty statement in the first episode that kind of just evaporates as mm-hmm. the show goes on. Right. And um, like you're thinking you're going to get the gritty adventures of Boba Fett, but what you're really getting is like, kind of like early fatherhood like you're getting like a loving story of early fatherhood that's yeah. super touching but like at the same time it's not exactly that show you thought it's, you were it's gonna the get Grinch his heart grew three sizes yeah right in four episodes four episodes <laughs> yeah. I think we're just seeing different sides of him yeah and like yeah, we're, yeah. we're halfway through the season yes but I think like this has been four episodes of character development and now I have a feeling it's going to head back into that gritty, gritty yeah. direction yeah I, yeah, I so. think now I that they had I mean, to have that moment where he like ran like what about his love interest and he was like yep you know and actually I just thought of a different in, um, reference or a different influence was uh, Zatoichi which we talked right. about a lot too well, but it's like because like you get the female character that's like six times out of his league yeah. that is like stay with me and he's like well see you later yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like no I must I'm yeah. duty bound to continue yeah. on I am too shameful yeah. I would bring shame to you. Yeah. I feel like episode two nailed that balancing act of being like kind of cutesy, but also having the very like strange, yes. mysterious yeah, quality that yeah. was dark and ominous. Like, well, its humor was dark yeah. humor. Yeah, like it was all vaporizing dark humor. Jawas. I was <laughs> laughing, but yeah. it's dark comedy. It's dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll get more of that darkness back. Yeah. They just had to have this beat yeah. where it's like, no, no, like this is how he deals with like society and like what normal people want. Right. You know what? Also, I just realized we still have an episode directed by Taika Waititi coming up. Oh, nice. Which I was find the finale. He directs the finale. Yes. The finale. That means the return of idea what is that eleven in the finale. Be? I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, that's be good. fascinating. Oh, always like he's a. I love everything that man does. And that's that's gonna. But be he has a tone. after Rise of Skywalker. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The week after. I wonder if it's a Coda episode. I wonder if they're gonna do a bit of like a like because Buffy Buffy now? did this a couple times where like the season finale would actually be the penultimate episode of the season and they'd have one more episode after to be like. Now that now, this is our recovering from the stuff we went through episode, huh. so I wonder if the, the big stuff's gonna happen maybe episode seven before Rise of Skywalker, and then they have kind of maybe a lighter, like, here's where we are, here's kind of going forward, setting the tone. Didn't that happen for every Game of Thrones season? The second to last episode, yeah. was, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, the yeah. big things, everything happens then, and then you get the wrap up, the wrap up slash setup. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Ben nailed it earlier when he said that it might be like the the heist to save baby Yoda in the second season and they might get you know, the Imperials might repossess the asset by the I end of that. this I'll take that did you say, who said that who, I said that you said that alright <laughs> I'm just giving away my stuff alright well yeah I think that's exactly right I think like there's no other way this story can round out without baby Yoda being back in the hands of the Imperials like that has I agree. to happen yeah I, yeah. And it's I agree because I said it yeah <laughs> There's a part of me that wants him to start like talking actually in this and start yeah. being like a real member of the like ensemble yeah. because like then you've got this really bizarre like force wielder yeah. in your, like super powerful force wielder in your cadre and, yeah and, and and that opens a lot of other dimensions to what they do but maybe that's yeah idea. That maybe I it could work it could totally work I just you're gonna get all these characters back you just don't introduce these actors for an episode and not use them. 
I, I, it would be cool if they didn't too. Sure. I don't know. Sure. I just, uh, yeah. I if would. you got that many good characters I mean, that you can discard Nick Nolte. I know. Yeah. After two episodes, like, all right. Yeah. You just got to keep doing it. That's yeah. season two. You got to bring in a whole Carl Weathers. Yeah. Well, yeah. We definitely have not seen the last of Carl Weathers. Well, I think they've set up kind of the the experiments that they're conducting with the, the, the force sensitive baby. Like they, they have to play that off. Right? Yes. They have to like do something with yeah. that. There's, there's, I mean, Grant, you're right. There's no way that it ends without Baby Yoda at some point back in the hands. Like the, yeah, yeah. that was too simple. But of a in rescue. worse hands, in in hands that you didn't think it, he would end up in. Werner like, Herzog's hands. No, 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 no. Worse than that. It's oh. got to. They got to build it up. What's worse, worse than Werner Herzog? Like, like a Sentinel <laughs> droid or something. Like Dr. a Palpatine Epizon? Sentinel droid. Like the I, baby is handed to one of those things. I think like, it's Werner Herzog. Be horrifying. Because what he's demonstrated is that that, that doctor is wants okay. the stuff out yeah. of the baby. But also doesn't want to kill the baby, right? right? So you have this playoff. That guy's toast, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you have any morals and you're in the and you're in the empire, right. you're gone. And Werner Herzog doesn't care because he just wants those midichlorians or whatever out of that baby, <laughs> midichlorians. And of course, he's okay with just killing the baby and taking it out. This is really horrible to talk about, but that's how you like. That's your big bad. Like you, like if this if the seer if the season ends with Werner Herzog walking away with that baby, you're gonna spend the next year going. I'm really worried about yeah. that. I'm really worried about that baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. funny thing about babies is you can leave them anywhere. <laughs> In dumpsters. In dumpsters or tables yeah. or Remember dark that rooms. That dark moment from last week. That was week? very dark. Yeah. And then this week, this is interesting. Like, there was no, were there any, and I don't mean this like negatively, but I'm trying to think, were there any dark moments this week? Well, we were also talking about how the show's very a lot like. I just wanted to leave that baby with a bassinet in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Dr. Pershing demands we test two more tests. Oh my god. Um We were talking about how the show's kinda like Clone Wars. Like it reminds us of Clone yeah. Wars, the tone, the the cartoonish tension. In this right. season, yeah, yeah. I mean this episode in particular. It's like cut back and forth and build that tension right. in a kind of cartoonish way where it's like, oh, that's close to the kind of paying attention to the physics of the moment. You there know is I mean? a beeping thermal detonator oh, yeah, yeah. that is beeping for four minutes and you can hear and then you can't hear yeah. and then when it's necessary to hear it again like, you hear it again and I like that. it's like a general audience it was a good device. bit it was a lie and it like rose in pitch and like, I like how it like, sped up yeah. yeah it was part of the it was part of like it was like scene music it worked in with the music and the that's, score that's interesting it was yeah. like more score than sound effects actually yeah. cause it kept it was musical pitch. almost it was musical yeah. and interesting it raised yeah. the pitch like with the score it, I thought that was cool. what was the yeah. other oh and then the and the ATST not stepping in yeah that was the cartoonish it was okay I'm so glad because I really got nervous that it would start like hovering its foot over oh, and then man. stepping back and stepping yeah, forward, yeah, yeah. but it didn't quite get that bad. Yeah. But it was, it was like clearly their goal was to build tension in these scenes. Yeah. And if we're looking for a dark moment, yeah, I think um, that ATST wasted one of the like spear holders. Did it? Because I know it killed I think that guy. I think because she didn't hide and like she they were oh, like, shining really? a light right on his face. <laughs> no, and he had like wacky hair. Uh, it right. shot the hut behind. Oh, it shot the hut behind. Maybe the kids were in the hut. We can, uh, I'm just looking right. for darkness. You're right. A, there wasn't any darkness. In this there's movie. a great uh, Which, Apocalypse Now homage in this episode. When, what's that? When um, Cara Dune jumps into the water and it's just all, oh, yeah. there's a layer of fog uh, on the water yeah, and yeah. there's lots of interesting lighting going on, kind of like fireworks, yeah, very, laser fire, blaster fire. Apocalypse I, Now lighting. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's fine. Like, I, I'm not saying every episode has to have darkness. I just want to see if I didn't, I just want to see if I missed something. And this is just the tone they set out for this episode. It doesn't betray any of the characters. Mm -hmm. Like Mandalorian still feels like a Mandalorian, though he talks a lot in this episode. Though he's also surrounded by a lot of people 
this is probably the most he's actually spent yeah. time surrounded by people, right? Talking to him. So it makes sense that we hear the most from him in this episode. It's just sure. interesting. And I feel like we're going to go back to him. I think the second half of the season is going to be much more Lone Wolf and Cub. I hope so. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like it's going to be. I mean, yeah. the Lone Wolf and Cub, like that Cub in the dynamic yeah. murders people. <laughs> but they hinted that in episode two that there might be a Like if that turn. starts to happen, this is going to be a very different show and I'm going to be very interested in where it's going. Maybe the Mandalorian guides him back to the right path. You know, like the baby's like, I don't know what's good or bad. I can just disintegrate whatever I want. But right. he seems like, the baby seems inherently yeah, he's just yeah. using like lift. He's not like he's using like force. You know, he pull does and lift, lift and whatever. to allow the Mandalorian to bleed he... out the, the animal. Yeah. So like, I, I feel like everything he's doing is neutral. He didn't know that would be the uh, the thing. Correct. He just wanted to stop him from getting impaled. Yes, this time. If he does it again, mm-hmm. then right. that's a choice. Right. Yeah. Right. If he does it again, he knows that this thing is going to kill the other thing. So it'll be interesting if that comes back in episode eight, because to me, that's a turn. Well, what's great is we've seen Dark Yoda in Clone Wars, and so have we? We have. That's right. We have, and so this could go. This could oh. really go either way. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're going to get a moment where that baby, like, chokes or crushes someone with the force. Yeah, I, I guarantee so. I, I'm with Grant on this one. All right, I'm going to play uh, Is there a Dark possibility Side. that Werner Herzog got the... That might be the person who gets choked, by the might, way. But yeah. he got the... What are the mitochlorians? What are they? <laughs> yeah, mitochlorians. Yeah, that's right. Is it possible he got them out of Baby Yoda? And, that's a possibility. Yeah, I thought yeah. they got yeah. what they needed already. All right. We don't know. They were in mid-whatever, oh. so we don't... All right, so, wait, wait, so, so what she, she asks is, did she suck out all of his midichlorians so he can't use the oh. force anymore? Maybe. Let's, oh, all right, guys. guys yeah. I don't think Lock tinfoil into attack position right now. <laughs> <laughs> we did not want Snoke to be a force sensitive or like a force user. Right? Yeah, right. We did not want that. Yeah. Right. What if he just gamed the system and like sucked like all the midichlorians out of babies to give himself the force? Like that would be a story I could get behind that no, story. No, we are I supposed could get to see that the story. rise of the of the first order in this in this show. We were. Because snow comes out of happen. nowhere. In the yeah, oh, in the Mandalorian. So what if it is? What if we do get early Snoke? Who maybe he's actually sucking out the Midichlorians to give to Snoke? To yeah, Snoke. I would love that. That'd be a great backstory. <laughs> wow, that'd be that's synergy. Yeah, that would be hyper synergy. Hyper synergy. Yeah. So maybe I would baby love that. Just a baby. Just a baby. Just adorable. That's well. There you go. You, cake and eat it too, right? You. Yeah. It, it can survive into the sequel trilogy because it's not oh, force sensitive anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Well, he lives. Maybe Jenny cracked it. <laughs> oh, we'll see it. Anything else you all uh, want to say about this bad boy? I love that we're halfway through the season. I don't love that we're halfway through the season because no. that makes me sad. We just got started. But I love that the fact that like this episode was completely not what I was... This was this was the last Jedi. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> of, of this... Of the series because it did something completely unexpected and not what I not what I was thinking this show would do, which then did did exactly what it needed we're to do. Second because I where the heck is the show going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're second. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for handing no, that. Um, it was, yes. No, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's nuanced in in some ways, but it's also just kind of a verbatim kind of Western yes. you know, uh, take on yeah. a Star Wars story. Um, yeah, I think that I think the Last Jedi does a lot more that's new and different than you're this, than right. This show. The Last Jedi is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> I always knew you felt that way. Right? It's um, a great movie. Yeah, it's. An, I mean, hey, we're we're squarely in the middle of of Act Two of yeah. this season. 
mm-hmm. um, and we'll see where it goes. But I, I don't know. I love that it's episodic. I always yeah. We've mm-hmm. talked about World War Z off air too, and mm-hmm. I, like I wish that Brad Pitt was bright enough to actually make World War Z, just like just yeah. adapt the book, just like the book, yeah, yeah, just like the book because it was episodic. It oh, did yeah. tell an overarching story, but. In ways, in like a mosaic, instead of a linear story, it's like a mosaic. Uh, it so should have been just a miniseries. Right. Um, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah. There's still time. Um, uh, before we jump off this topic, uh, what do you want to see in The Mandalorian, given God. the show's title, what it's about, the themes, the tone? Adam? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm. What I like most is when it's steeped in Mandalorian lore. Yep. Um, which is not what I was expecting on the show, so I'm kind of hoping it, it continues along that path. I like that stuff quite a bit. The Baby Yosa, fine. I enjoy it. It's super cute. I want to have that baby now. Um, <laughs> I want all the plushy toys ever, yeah. and I am very happy. My heart <laughs> swells every time it's on the scene. But in terms of like progressing the story, I'm a little less interested in the, that, and so I would yeah. love it to go more towards the Mandalorian lore. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. I, I want to see the mask of Mandalore. Like, yeah, like Vader's mask is shown yeah. in, in the, the trilogy, the sequel trilogy. I want to see that same kind of focus on that the mask of Mandalore. At some point, that's probably season three or four. Like that's way down the I line. I think it gets but, bigger as it goes, yeah, right? Yeah. As most things do. This is a very contained story, and I'm wondering if it doesn't get grander in scale. I don't know. I want Bo-Katan in the show. I don't know if I want the Darksaber in the show. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. We're good. I want both. Get the dark saber. Okay, the, the dark saber is it's going to be a Dave Filoni show. joint. We're getting okay. the dark saber. All right. Really? Yeah. I want Bo-Katan, the dark saber, not so much. But if maybe it's broken. Wanted, maybe it's they gotta fix maybe. it. To, it's, it's like Lord of the Rings again. It's like Lord of the Rings. Is he wants to see a live action dark saber? I right. guarantee you. I wouldn't mind if it's like Lord of the Rings. It's broken. You gotta like reforge yeah. it to to reclaim Mandalorian right or to a yeah. new planet, whatever. That's interesting, Jenny. What did you? What do you want to see in this show? More baby Yoda. More baby Yoda. <laughs> you want more baby Yoda. That's a given for all of us. It's true. I'm, I will not be angry about that. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> more, more baby, baby Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry to steal your life. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to just steal it. And put I want to see ba- more baby Yoda force stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 That'd be pretty. See, that's. That would, I think that would crush be Werner nice. Herzog. Yeah. It's going to oh, happen. Yeah. Crush Werner Herzog. I don't necessarily Not crush. That's dark. That's dark. It's just going to be like this. No, no. It's going to be like E.T., right? Like, they're, oh, they're going to be walking through. Don't, don't give me the E.T. feels. Don't so do that to me. Right it now. needs feels. to go real dark. It needs to go real dark. No, just, no, just for a he second. Just no, no, no. Just for a second. Because then you need the Mandalorian to realize, oh, no. I need to do better with this child. Yeah. This child is learning from me. Horrible things. And I'm creating this horrible monster. And I need to be better with it. Yes. I think he can tackle his own demons, but like Baby Yoda can just be this beacon of light for the whole squad. Well, so far, that's who he's been, right? Yeah, it's just like everyone wants to help him because he's pure and he's good. You know, if he was a little brat, yeah. he probably would have been like, good luck, Baby yeah. Yoda. I don't think you can get mad at children for actions See, that they take because this they're the so innocent, they're so neutral. Well, I mean, it would paint it in a certain light, right? Well, look at, look at Logan. General, look yes. at Logan and look at, uh, like, Laura and, Lo- and Logan. Yeah. Like, she murders, like, 17 henchmen right. in, like, the first scene. You just don't right. you just don't tally those. So you don't care. let me bring this to... I teach criminological theory, and there's a theory called self-control where basically we are all born... Basically, the theory is we are all born as offenders, and we have to learn... We, we are taught mm. self-control. And my uh, when I teach this to kids, when I teach this to my, my students... makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a born, I'm a born offender. So when I teach yeah. this to my students, the, the, the analogy I bring is imagine if you took a two-year-old and put that two-year-old in the body of a grown adult and then just put it down in the middle of a city. 
and walked away. How long would it take before that child that was arrested? <laughs> Was, was, ar- was arrested. And- right, because it would yeah. walk in and want candy, take candy. Someone would take it from him and it would punch him in the face because that's what kids do. Like, they have right. to be... Ed- right? And so, like, kids yeah. are naturally... Like, that baby, all that all that Baby Yoda wants to do is it's it's glommed on to the Mandalorian. It wants to protect the Mandalorian. That's why it did it to that thing. And eventually it's going to learn that this power is... And I, I really do think we might see a I'm crushing Werner Herzog. Like, <laughs> but I think we're going to get a force Mando joke. I really it. think we're going to get a force joke from Baby Yoda, and that's yeah. going to be the moment of like, right? Uh oh, yeah. I need to socialize. Will it be this the Mandalorian kid? that's like, no? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. which is going to be an amazing him, moment. Though, but like, with yes. a gun, yeah, out yeah. back. You might actually get that. Yoda's like, you don't do the dark things. I do the dark things. Yeah, you're better than me. That would be powerful and fairly unprecedented. Again, Lucasfilm, you nailed it. All right, you guys are the writer room going. This writer's room is on fire. It's on blaster fire right now. Awesome. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna have to learn a lot more about the Mandalorian's childhood pre, mm. because that's the whole thing, right? Is that he was an orphan and yeah. this is an orphan, and that's why he can't let it go. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll it, see it, it, goes. it was during the Clone Wars too, so a, a certain Jedi might have intervened to save him mm. in that moment yeah. where the super battle droid comes. So cool. You might I get know. that same music that he hears when he down. sees the baby Yoda. Down, or, down, yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that is... might happen. It might. It really. Do you might. want to actually talk about that theory? Or it's, is, that, is that as far as you want? I to think that's as far as we need to go. All right. Okay. It's teased enough that if it happens, we can say we called it. <laughs> can I ask a um, casual question right now? Because I I thought I understood this. And I totally didn't. Because I, I looked up the um, I looked up the history of Mandalore canon. Mm-hmm. Like what what's actually happened canon-wise about so the history. Uh, so, and, and this Something is, I disagree with, by the way. Okay, the so this I is disagree. the way they describe it, and I didn't really get it that way, so I'm glad. Um, so I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, and, girl. They, uh, <laughs> so the, like, the actual like Duchess of Satine Mandalore was, that was Mandalore, right? Yeah, like, just as far as I understand it, yeah. Regular, she wasn't Mandalore. She was just like the leader well, of the Mandalorians. Uh, right? of the, well, yeah, the... the the planet of Mandalore. Okay, okay yeah. cool. right. Yeah, yeah. But like the as far as like the war warrior culture, it actually started with Death Watch, which was on like that was the warrior community yeah. lived on that planet, right, in that moon. So then obviously there was the coup, there was um, the Darth Maul revolution, yep. and like he did some things, and then they said it was it was the fighters, the retaliation against that group led by Bo-Katan, that was the real start of the. Um, of of the faith of Mandalore. Yeah, Bo Katan might be Mandalore because in this those series. are the good Mandalorians leading. If we see, leading if we see Bo Katan yeah, yeah. again, she might be wearing the mask of Mandalore. Might have they yeah. might have gone back to right. their tribal roots, and she might be the new Mandalore. See, yeah, that's I always look at it the way I understand it from new canon, which is sparse. I mean, it's just it's pretty much just it's uh, this. It's, it's just it's six Clone episodes Wars. of Clone Wars and like two episodes of of Rebels. Rebels. Yeah, as I kind of think of it as like. This is it, it's kind of gone from yes from government back to tribal, like from like you know what I mean from yeah I never I never liked yeah. seeing the kind of metropolis that they had no. on Mandalore. I was like that's yeah. really their culture. I always right. thought they were pitching tents and tribal so and the key underground thing I took enclaves. away from this was that like the real tribal culture of Mandalore, the like warrior yeah. culture, happened post. 
this like opulence right. era. Yes, but yeah, I believe it's it. in new canon. But I but also like, before. But also but it's before. Mirroring. It's really? I think, yeah, I think what's suggesting before. is it's mirroring the past of Mandalore. Right. That it's kind of like oh, it's, it's, so they've so gone, it's gone back, back to the old ways. Yeah. That's what I, because that's how I understood it originally. Yeah. But this made it sound like there was nothing before. Interesting. They were blasted back to the Stone Age by the Empire. It makes a lot more sense to me that because that's why I got Death Watch too. Like they were. They yeah. were, you know, fanboys. They were trying to bring it back in a bad way, and then, but then the warrior culture is like, you know what? Now because they were decimated by the empire, yeah, they need to rebuild using their warrior class. I think in canon we don't know what's pre what we see in the Clone Wars. Well, tell the Jedi. But that's not canon. <laughs> no. But I think, but I think what they're right. suggesting is that is great. Actually, what. Old Mandalore right. looked like. And I think they're going to recanonize a lot of that what stuff. What other pool are they going to take from? I mean, like they they worked out a lot of that stuff in these in these certain things. Like Tales of the Jedi comic, yeah. I think is well written. Well, There's lines taken though. from those yeah. comics that are in the Last Jedi. That's that all people they do, love though. They today. just recanonize stuff. They'll yeah, just, they just like, that's, it doesn't things. it doesn't go against anything that's happened. It's good. Just we'll 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 put it in the lore. It's part yeah. of the lore. That would be a top three most exciting thing. That would be a reason to do a an old Republic. Um, series, yeah, which I think they'll do, like because you know in that Kennedy article, she said we could go back, we could go forward, which is interesting, um, yeah. and I think they should yeah. do both, right? Yeah, yeah, go yeah, way go, back, go way forward. Yeah, because some of the most compelling stuff is the like Obi Wan, Dooku, Qui Gon kind of relationship, the inner relationships yeah. of the Jedi mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, and like they could go full throttle on that with, totally. a, with a piece that's oh, a thousand like years old, in the past, yeah. where it's like, or it's like the first Sith and like. He has, he has a vendetta against all his masters, his old masters yeah. and the Jedi, and actually going after them. Like, we, we never got the Purge film with Vader. I don't think that even warrants a film because it's kind of just dark and odd, and you would yeah, never do that as a so movie. so covered in so much. Yeah, and you would, so many other you would never do that as a movie. But those scenes game. and the, that dialogue that would come from a piece that's all about that would probably yeah. be like the best Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, so, actually, it's no longer canon, but there was that Darth Vader book that came out right after uh, Return of the Sith. It was so Oh, uh, with so, so oh, and Vader. Um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a novel that came out after Return of the. Sith. Oh right, oh, it's called and, uh, something. It was called Lords, Vader, Lords Lord of Vader. something. Lord, no, yeah. it's called Lord Vader. It's yeah. not canon. Or just Vader. Vader. Yeah, I remember reading that. Sorry. That's like that's like towards the real. This is where Vader and and Palpatine get like stranded on. Rock. No, that's no, Lord. That, that is that's Lords that of the is, Sith. That is that is that's canon. And no, not this a lot was of a, like this was a novel that came out 10, 12, yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, that was very good. Yeah, I, I was just trying to catch yeah. your point in that you can't go wrong with that storyline, but you no. also can't do it anymore because they they beat it to death now. Yeah, also too dark. I don't know. We might get it. Yeah, they're playing around with what. I'd love to see like if if the new if the Republic lasted a thousand years, I'd love to go back five hundred years. Like let's go right to the sure golden age, golden age Jedi, not the opulence, not the. There's a lot of interesting. There's like hyperspace wars. Like it's not just the Jedi versus Sith and that big fallout that happened a thousand years ago. It's like there's interesting wars that took place. 500 years right. before the Phantom there Menace. Could, there could be some like small like wars against the Sith that don't make it to you know sure. Coruscant. Right. You know, uh, like, like Yadi Mundi didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, but like I mean, like think about Dathomir alone. Like Dathomir's history. Like there's yeah. all those like there's this evil you know good versus evil yeah. war going on there constantly. Yeah. That's totally off the radar of the Jedi. Yeah. That's what I, I love. The future of Star Wars storytelling. <laughs> It's all adherent to what Caddy Mundy says. <laughs> <In the prequels. laughs> he is the keeper of the hog. Yeah, he yeah. is the key, secret keeper of the future of Star Wars. Um, that's about all I have to say on the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. What else? I think, I think that I got nothing. I think we hit it all. That's right? it. Yeah. That's it. Jenny, anything else? 
No. I was going to go do my three men and a baby rant, but I'll hold off. Uh, we Tom ran. Selleck and a baby, but yeah, it's the, yeah, I think we all know those, some of the references and the pulls here. It's yeah, not a big that, deal. The, the Mandalorian's really the Tom mom, Selleck but, in an 80s movie. But the Mandalorian is really just Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah, like when they when he takes off that helmet, you're going to be surprised, everyone. Yeah, at Magnum PI, <laughs> that mustache almost reaches the bottom of that. He helmet, puts on so a Detroit Tigers to, baseball cap. <laughs> he's to keep extending <laughs> it in a Hawaiian shirt. Pedro Pascal, I think, does have a mustache. He does. He does. Oh, yeah. I also don't like the fact that like we haven't seen this man's face. No one sees this man's face since he was a child, and he just happened to grow People up. People wonder what he looks handsome like. Handsome man alive. Yeah. 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 People oh, wonder what he looks like. Look at yeah. any I'm expecting we- the mustache. I'm expecting yeah. the 5 o'clock shadow. It's a Western. Like right. He's going to yeah, be grizzled. Be he's going to yeah. be like that frizzy. Mustache with the 5 o'clock shadow? I mean, yes. that's fine. That's perfect. It's want- he's got to have the shadow, though. It's got to be a little little grizz going on. I want his face. Yeah, is he to become the coolest person on the planet? Pretty much. I just want his face to be completely squished because he's been inside a helmet for for twenty some odd years. So he's like a crooked nose, or he just has like yeah, really moist skin. Yeah, exactly. Like just Dewey, you're Dewey. I can't explain it any other way. So that's yeah. that's the helmet. There's Favreau, and there's yeah. Yeah. there's him with a mustache and a five o'clock shadow. Million dollar question: Was Favreau in the Paz of Vizsla armor I in episode so. three? I was think he, he in was. that armor? That was a big dude in that armor, and Favreau's a big dude. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I think it was. We'll yeah. find out. But we'll I think find it was. out. Um, it would make yeah, it would make sense. Cake. Oh, that's a cake he's eating. Okay, that's cool. Well, it's but the I would love for him to take the helmet off and like light a short cigarillo. That's a cake. A death stick? You mean? Yeah, yeah. just like, light a death stick up and just be like, oh, so good to get that thing off. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was gonna happen in Solo. I thought we were gonna get some like spice going on, but yeah. it never happened. Disney won't do that. No, Disney doesn't. Have All right, we're done here. We're done here. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're done. <laughs> Guns and holsters, guys. Resistance recap. 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 All right, so welcome to Resistance Recap. This is where we uh, recap uh, our yeah. summaries of all the episodes that we watch. And uh, this latest episode was um, Rendezvous Point, episode eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots going on in this episode. We get a new character, a really fun new character with great droid. Probably my favorite droid in Star Wars to yeah. date. Like I Torch. love. Yeah. Torch. Oof, I love. I love some of the moments with this droid. Yeah. Um, super fun and I have to go back to uh, Tamra Vora is like one of the most interesting characters yeah, in all of Star Wars storytelling right now and her turn is so believable and her struggle for redemption and the return to the light is as believable and as interesting as Kylo Ren's she's yeah. just super fun to watch yeah I was kind of worried uh, spoiler I was worried at the end of this episode that she was going to go with the new character and that would be it and that'd be it yeah. and I'm glad they're taking it they're taking their time because it takes a while for forgiveness takes a while I think it's, you know, she's really, she was like, well, I think I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Now she's like, I'm not sure I'm doing yep. the right thing. And then whatever happens to her next, she'll be like, That'll I'm absolutely sure yeah. I'm not doing the right thing. Which is good. <laughs> that's that's, yeah. that's what we need. A little bit, right? Yeah. A little bit of movement each episode. I love the open to this. And I think they've done yeah. this the past two episodes, like really cold open um, Starfighter. Yeah. Like, yep. Fight in space. First thing and I'm like, have, did yeah. I miss something? But it's like, no, you didn't. Like, you're just yeah. like, they're doing this thing now, yeah. and you're in the middle of it, and this is their next thing. And it's a full fledged space battle, right? Yeah. Like, it's like in the past episodes, we've seen a dogfight between one or two, but there's multiple TIE yeah. fighters, multiple starships. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And it's, the it's Colossus is taking fire. It's as but, thrilling as live action. Like, and they, they, yeah. they nailed that kind of high octane flying in, yeah. the, in the first season with yeah. those races and things. Yeah. So, when it's now brought to space and in these, in these uh, starfighter battles. Uh, also interesting storytelling because our main characters jump out and, uh, and we're not we don't follow them. 
Right. We sit there, and then we get uh, this new character we're interested to jump in, and we spend quite a bit of time with her before. I actually thought it would be a weird. I thought it was going to be a fun episode where we never actually went back to our main characters until the very end. I, I was kind of thinking. I like that we went back, but we spent like a good five six minutes with this character we've never seen before. We don't know yeah. who she is. We just know she's with the resistance. Um, she's finally named uh, for for Neza for. I have it down phonetically. I think it's like I just Freneza or something like Tora's Freneza mom. Or, yeah, but it's, yeah. we find out it's Tora's mom. Yeah, um, and it's a great character. And we, this is the second episode in a row that we've had the introduction of two really neat characters. Yeah, she's very female Poe Dameron, yes. or like Apex Han Solo, yeah. or Nora Wexley. Oh yeah, yeah very Nora Wexley. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah she's Nora Wexley. You're right, Nora Wexley because she's like crack pilot. Yeah, crack pilot. But it's just like she's been in a ton of tight spots. She's like constantly like. Oh, you, you know, she has, like, essentially football plays yes. for escape scenarios down with her droid. Yeah, yeah her like, droid. Oh, which one are we going to run, you know? And there was her great droid. music with her. Yeah. They had yeah. really good music for her introductory music. It was actually, like, she had her own theme, which yeah. I was like, we don't hear that a lot in Resistance. Yeah, yeah she's fascinating. And you see a little hollow log that Captain Does is looking at to kind of mm-hmm. showcase, yeah. kind of set up what they were before they separated. And yeah. seemed like he is maybe as penance for serving the, in the Imperial you know, Navy or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's charged with taking care of Tora and looking yeah. after her, and she's like, "I have to go fight the fight." Yeah, and so she's an ace pilot, and yeah. so they're fighting with resistance. You know, it's interesting. There's a flood of female characters in this show. Yeah, like the the last three main characters they've introduced, yeah, like Sonora, yeah, yeah. and this one, and then the um the gray. Yeah, I'm trying to get her name. From, yeah, the I'm, I'm forgetting her name from last last uh, week, but um. But it's really cool. I love it. It's really good. It feels the, rel- like... the Relic Hunter. Yeah, the Relic, the Relic Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, uh, something gray. Named Mika Gray. Mika, Mika gray. gray, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's really cool how they've done it. Like, they have some ma- some fe- some male characters. It's strong. But, like, I wonder if they're really trying to draw in young female viewers. Yes. Yeah. I think they should. It, it should yep. be for both boys and girls. Oh, agreed. Um, and they're really cool characters, too. Mika Gray yeah. is awesome. Yeah. You know, raved about her as well. But it's also interesting that the new, the two last people they've introduced are, introduced are adult characters yeah so as part right. of it also trying to bring parents in oh, a yeah. little more right so watch be. it with your kids it's just it's interesting right i mean yeah. but they could be they're also mentor characters yes too, yeah kids know, can like, still identify relate and enjoy those characters right because yeah. i mean it could be it, it would be great if vanessa if that's her name vanessa um Free if she ended up being like a mentor well this, yeah. this is my yeah this is yeah. kind of one of the biggest beefs i have with star wars is there's not there's not enough female mentors in star right. wars yeah right. we're getting all these we're great leaders. lessons on yeah. teaching and failure but they're not coming from women i think that's a huge yeah. problem yeah and i feel like a great way to kind of subvert that or change that immediately is to have ray be you know connected to some kind of all-powerful yeah. woman character that's not palpatine maybe like like abeloth from the expanded universe like if, right if there's some kind of like super powerful agent of darkness or light that's right. a woman that's the key to going forward that would be really fun if they could yeah. introduce her in a clever yeah. way like yeah. Abeloth but like what if Abeloth isn't as evil as like it was in the right what if it's like Gladriel yeah. Gladriel had her you know fits Dark of rage yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah she's like oh my god I passed the yeah. test because I thought I was evil exactly. like that was she, <laughs> exactly. like I think I've mentioned that's my favorite part yeah. of Lord of the Rings yeah. Um, yeah and they did a good job with that in um, Vader Immortal mm-hmm. um with Lady Corvax and right. things like that. Yeah. Like, that's super interesting. Very yeah. compelling. Love to see more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like an Emperor level, mm-hmm. you know, p- 
powerhouse character. Yeah. yeah. I love how thick they're laying it on. Oh, and also um, the, the Niku uh, had a female character too, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the oh, right. Female, the one that uh, was working for the... Yeah, the female <laughs> Nikta. Nikta, yeah, yeah. yeah. First Order, right? Yeah. Right. yeah I spy. thought so. I thought it was a setup towards like a kind of betrayal, but I don't know if that... It wasn't. It was, but it was yeah, but forced sort of was more. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. She ended not up going so willing, rogue after. But yeah. A um, couple of random thoughts. They give Kaz the best nickname and the most appropriate nickname in this episode. Kaz-tastrophe. Kaz-tastrophe. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that is fitting. Um, he, he tried guys, to get that to be a thing a couple of episodes. It was, I, it, yeah. I yeah, picked, this is like, the first time I picked up on it. Yeah, Kaz-tastrophe, he's like trying to like lay it in there. Yeah, all right. Uh, out of all these characters, yeah, who do you think could could make a cameo in The Rise of Skywalker? Oh, oh man. I, I, I doubt they will. I doubt they will. They usually don't integrate, but I think it is time to integrate. I think what do you Lucas mean? Talking about Synergy right Disney now? Studio. I think they realized... <laughs> talking that, to me about Synergy? And, I think that... They realize that fans are looking at the animation and looking for those kind of cameo, looking yeah. for those connections in the live action, yeah. and they're never there. They're they're there. They're there in sorry. Rogue they One. They do it as the ghost a... in the thing, but like it's yeah. never really yeah. a real. But it'll be a little throwaway. They'll give yeah. someone a line. I don't know. That's my goal. Hype phase on. That's what you do. You're right. You go alien, right? Because it can just be someone in a mask. You're not going to have yeah. like. Yeah. The, the... I would love a Toradoza. Um, yeah. If Poe yells out hype and you see a roadie and like flying around and explaining how, yeah, how incredible. I think there's a good chance you totally get that. Yeah, yeah. do you have a thought, Grant? Do you have any? I think Kazuto is going to be in the movie. I think it's. I think the actor looks enough like the character that like he can easily transition. He's much older. But by the way, he likes our stuff on Instagram. Oh, nice! When nice. We, when we post on Instagram. Thanks. Well, I think you could easily. Um, I think you could easily be in the Rise of Skywalker. He totally could. He is a little uh, older and and much more built. Than Kaz, a little more swole. He's a little more well, swole. That works for the for the TV. But the yeah. green jacket is maybe That's purposeful true. in doing it. that. He does just... look very similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check out a picture. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, listeners at home, I, you know, look it up. I, I and then by all means, uh, tweet at us and tell us who you think could show up in the Rise of Skywalker. And and do you want to see integration with live action yeah. and animation? Uh, Christopher Sean, by the way, is okay, right. I realize Chris, we never even Sean. said his name. I think he's a good chance. Of yeah, showing up. Ben, I pulled up a thing of him. Okay. Yeah, on Instagram. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so he, he definitely looks Kaz like. He's a little he older. He is but, Kaz. No, yeah. that's that's he could totally yeah. play. If, uh, yeah, if Poe yelled Kazuto over comms, cuts to injured X-wing cockpit, and Christopher Sean oh, yeah, sitting there, sure, yeah. you're, you, I mean, in possibly a green jacket or whatever. Like I, I think that would be that would be a winner. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I think I could totally work. Um, you wouldn't even have to line if you just put that actor out yeah. there. For us, we'd be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, think about how many X-Wings have to be in this final battle. We like, did see true. in that last trailer um, an X-Wing crash into a... Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean snap? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be snap. I think the internet we called snap. snap. Or uh, Wedge. Uh, no, uh, no, no. no. They're after all of our legacy characters. Yeah, they're going to just murder the legend. Yeah, Wedge. Wedge has the got a, he's got to retire with especially, a perfect batting average, you know? With Nora, especially with after, like, in the mm. EU. Like, you could do it if you if you weren't an EU reader and they killed off Wedge. Most people would probably be like, eh, fine. Right. But, like, that would break my heart after the storyline they've given Dude, that the last character. Jedi. He just wants really nice cookware. He tried to retire <laughs> to be a farmer. I love yeah. The Last Jedi, but I just... It's kind of a depressing movie for me to watch in a lot of ways. And, nobody. and not in a lot of ways, yeah. actually. Who even it, said anything about The Last Jedi? No, no, I'm just saying, I think the next thing needs to be joyous and explosive yes, and bombastic. I think it's going to be break I think joyous. And, I think joyous yeah, yeah, might there be there the can't key be word. Any more, like, and magical exposition. Yes, like, we'll come together and we'll, we'll I fight. joke. 
I joke about it. I yeah. actually think we might get off with a but is it, legacy but, death, a, a death-free, a legacy character death-free. I can't put those words together in a way that I know makes you, sense. Yeah, I know but I think we're going to get away with it. any of our legacy characters, remaining dying. characters dying. Yeah, That would be Including nice. the Falcon. I think the Falcon's going to Including um, Princess Leia or General Yes, Leia. I think especially. I really think. It would be really fitting I, if she like, lived we, forever. I think, I think they're going to have her riding off, to the, riding off in the sunset in the Falcon. Yeah. They're going to have her you can take out Luke and then take out Leia. That's like... Yeah. yeah, can't do that. No, it's no. written down somewhere. No, yeah. Leia was always the chosen one. Yeah, I mean that might mark? be yeah. you might be onto something there. I think uh, Leia and the Emperor. Yeah. If we're going by Freddie Prince math, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Freddie <laughs> Prince math. I Freddy love Prince his rant, but is, for, is anyone going to Freddy? take out the Emperor? Oh. I love it. Let's have a band that's pretty Freddie Prince yeah. math chorus. All right, love it. Now I just need to learn how to play. A single instrument? Yeah, no, it's good. As long as you just, understand the balance of the force, you'll all right, be great. Cool. It's just like bizarre. Can we just do spoken word? I'll just do the spoken <laughs> yeah, word yeah. part. Just sacred geometry. Tone deaf, I can at least do <laughs> that. I can pull a Shatner. I can kind of speak yeah. melodically. No, you got um, a drum set. We're going to put you right behind. Oh, God. Um, as long as I can only drum one-handed, because once I have to start doing <laughs> that things is with multiple hands. Math core, actually. All right. Um, anything else? So let's talk about Torch for a second. Oh, our, in our three unit, it's got a clear dome. The first time we see anything like it, because I knew it looked really familiar, was Rogue One. It's oh, yeah. very similar to a droid. In fact, it's so similar, uh. I spent about 15, 15 20 seconds uh-huh. pausing and reversing to see if it was the same oh, really? Same droid, but not as slightly different markings. So Torch does not appear in Rogue One. I'm this glad you did that, because I was like, I was curious. I'm like, I know I've seen the clear dome boy again before. It's, it's clearly a type of droid. The R3 units have yeah. those, but it's not the same one as the one we see. This droid one. does a lot of heavy lifting in this episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. It does a great deal to He's, impact she, he so is her partner. the outcome. Which moment is better? R3 in a TIE fighter or BB-8 in an ATST? <laughs> Uh, I, I gotta say this, I like this episode I think this, in this episode one because it's an R3 unit Torch okay. Torch Torch in a in a TIE fighter or BB-8 in an ATST. Uh, I th- Torch uh, in a TIE yeah those, those amazing, set right? extensions right, in Last Jedi really look good, a little yeah. campy and both take though. place it does both take place take place <laughs> thank you in a uh, yeah I, that <laughs> moment was interesting for me the first time I saw it um, they both take place in a TIE fighter or in a, in a first order hangar bay which I love a first order hangar bay. Yeah. In which one? In the res- resistance. In resistance and blast Yeah, super- that's the supremacy's hangar bay, right? So that's like yeah. massive with like yeah, AT- yeah, yeah. ATs yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, I gotta say, I like. I thought I this agree. was my favorite droid moment I've ever seen in Star Wars, mainly because so it uses fun. like every little kind of tool and device that you've seen R2 use, which is such a unique way to cause yeah. so much damage. So, so, much, much. so yeah. much. I'm like, whoa. This I is, literally this is wrote, droid did I enjoy R3 wrecking the joint too much? <laughs> Question mark to yeah. myself. Right. Yeah. It and was like a droid that just had like a can of hairspray yeah. and, and a lighter and just <laughs> like <laughs> set everything on fire. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why they call it Torch. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's why they call it Torch. You, yeah, you were left thinking nothing but that. That's yeah. great. Uh, any other thoughts? Anything else? I think I said everything uh, I wanted to. Yeah, that's it. I did yeah. look it up. It's a Venisa Doza. V E N I S A. V Venisa. Venisa. Yeah. Venisa. So close. Venisa. Yeah. So Venisa, I don't know how Venisa. much we hacked that up, but um, that's yeah. That yeah, is. they'll say the name more as the show goes. Yes, on. and I did, was not watching it with and the, the the F and V sounds are hard, especially because I was listening with one earbud in. <laughs> oh yeah, the best yes. way to watch because my dog ate the other half of my oh, earbud. That's, so I'm everything's in mono dog. currently. <laughs> Bad dog. Yeah. <laughs> And I refuse to buy a new one until the dog learns to stop eating things because I don't want to. 
Yes. That's the other half of my oh ear. Oh my bud. gosh! I was thinking they were an i like a an AirPod or something. Oh, I'm no. glad it's not. You just, <laughs> just ate, like I'm your holding earbuds. the dog up to my ear on one side and yeah, <laughs> bad dog sit. I have better headphones by the way that I when I'm really listening to things. But that's awesome. Um, okay, that's that. All right. Come, Crystal, come, so this is the segment where we talk about the comics, uh, and for once we're caught up, so we only have one to talk about this week, and we're getting to kind of the end mm. of the Star Wars run until it reboots in a month. Right. But it's it's. What do you think they call this internally? The the New Hope run? Maybe. Well, it's it's they're referring to it as Destination Hoth. Right, but I'm saying up until Hoth, like what? Oh yeah, what probably. Yeah, been? you're probably right. Like episode yeah. four, or yeah. like you said, yeah, 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 yeah. or like yeah, the a new. So they'll have like and... a mini generation of like Empire, yeah, sort of. Runs so when they, stuff. yeah, so when they package this all together in the in the omnibuses, it'll be probably the yeah, yeah. probably the new. Hope if run. you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you should probably buy the last seven issues of Afra and the last seven issues yeah. of Star Wars main run right. and have those in between your New Hope DVD and your yeah. Empire DVD. Because they really are and they're telling telling yeah. linear stories and, and they are and actually in this they thank um, they thank Kieran Gillen who's who wrote a lot of the a lot of the the Star Wars run uh, Invented Afra Invented right? Afra and so I think that's part of it yeah. um, so what we're talking about is Dr. Afra 39 it's the penultimate episode which I just learned before the series yeah. ends which I I'm going to cry about. Uh, it's a Rogue's End Part 3 by Spurrier, Wingard, uh, Low Ridge, Karamanga, and Witter. Um, real short summary. Dr. Afra and her ex, uh, Magna Tolvan, play a game of cat and mouse while airing grievances and trying to keep secrets like the location of the hidden rebel base. Oof. Yeah, this is got a lot going on in this yeah. issue. And <laughs> we kind of figure out how the Imperials found Hoth. Well, well uh, no. <laughs> they're like, well, it's hinted at in the last panel that that Afra's gonna tell Vader, but I think I don't think we're gonna get that. I think I think they're just found through chance. Yeah, I mean, I will. Always, oh, right, they're found in the can, film. Yeah, in the film, it's really like they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we found this thing on this desolate planet, and he goes, that's it. Like, it's like Darth Vader knows, like that's what it. I mean, so maybe he was thinking Hoth in the yeah. first place, but you would think. If he got that floated to him, he would have gone there first. Right. Yeah. I think. I think the next episode. It's it's hinted at that Afra knows the location. Uh, she does. Yes. More than hinted at it. She literally she does. Hoth. Yeah. yeah. So she, she knows, but I don't think she's gonna tell Vader. Yeah. In the it next was just issue. a really cool thing to happen in the episode. It was. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, and it was that really interesting moment where they and I forgot how Afra got those tattoos and how those tattoos are yeah. linked. To uh, Tolvan and how linked they are. Oh, you mean like, electro tattoos? Yeah, I did. I forget cool. how they did that, Me but too. they somehow like linked their their electro tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Um, together, so they have like they can read each other's thoughts. There's like neural transmitters, right? Like yeah. they can yes. basically talk to each other. Basically, yeah. like they can Ky- like can Kylo and Ray. If yeah, they're, if they're close yeah, to each through other. Yeah, yeah, through yeah. technology, through technology, force. Yeah, and it's and it's just it's such a fun episode and 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 issue, and, and I feel like Spurrier's really. It makes sense that this is penultimate. It's been feeling like it's been yeah. leading towards something. They've been pulling together a lot of storylines. The fact that BD one is a BD now is back. Yep, you're and, right. And that like now she's negotiating with the BD. Uh, no, it's BD one. It's like similar to Jedi BD one is the droid in Fallen Order. Right. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, my brain is not too many droids I think combining. It's, like, I think it's, the it's same, something honestly. B something. It's um, B something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, the BZ. You were just there. 
it is so I keep reading. Uh, BD1. You're right. It's BD1. BT. BT. BT1. Oh, come on. That's not fair. No, that's play. not fair. Yeah, that's a BD. Oh, BT. Did you guys say BD1? That's a screenwriter. No, I've been saying BT the entire time. So similar. Yeah. Um, um, what's the name of the droid in Battlefront? In Battlefront? I don't remember. Battle, or you mean Iden Versio's dedicated droid in Battlefront. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I dude. swear it's Dio. No, uh, it's it not Dio. That's not it's D zero. D zero. I'll look it up. You guys keep talking about yeah, this. Yeah. All right. So it was a. It's just they're kind of pulling together. I love that they brought BT one back, and that like having her negotiate with destroy to basically be like, listen, if you help me, I'll just I'll just free you and triple zero, so you can go off kill anyone you want Everyone in the universe in the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is there happily ever after. So I guess, you know, I don't have a lot else to say about this issue. It was just kind of a fun ride. And again, it's penultimate. And they're clearly cleaning the slate for post Rise of Skywalker. All of our yeah. all of our ongoing series are done after Afro 40. We know that Star Wars is coming back in the new year. We know there's going to be a new ongoing Vader comic back coming in the new year. As far as I know, there's been no announcement about Dr. Afra. So my question is, are they playing games? Is there going to be a new Dr. Afra run? Or what do you think What do you think are chances? Uh, Disney Plus are... series? No, I just oh. mean comic series. Oh. Like what's coming next to the comics? Do you think, what are her chances of making it out alive in the next issue? Considering that the this is called the Rogue's End, the run? Yeah. And that she's, in, she's low, trying to low. outwit Vader. <laughs> I think yeah. there's a great narrative space between The Empire yeah. Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And I think that you could 100% do a live More action Afro series or a trilogy, a yeah. motion picture trilogy of Afra at this yeah. point where it can it can leave the comic space it's, entirely and come back it's, after. Yeah, it it's interesting. Like, this is their first fully created character in the comics right that's yeah. had its own series that's been around i don't know how popular it is but the series has gone on for to have a comic series go 40 issues right. that's not it's tied a into run. a property that's a huge run in comics you can barely get like like your major characters in the marvel universe like i don't think i don't think captain marvel has gotten past 12 issues before having yeah. to get like taken away and then revamped and like Iron Man keeps getting restarted at one, so clearly it's an okay seller for them. Yeah. So, she, but she is so she is like the Danny Ocean of Star Wars. Yeah, like, yeah. Really, she is like she basically her plans look like they fall apart, and then she has a hundred kind of back end fixes end. Right. And, and these these tracks. It's all heist. It's all yeah, she, It's all heist. It's all heist. It's India Jones plus heist movies yeah. equals Doctor Afro. It's great. I mean, it's perfect for I think a live action show. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I wonder if they're kind of keeping things under wrap because maybe they do have bigger plans for her, or yeah. or maybe we get maybe they're trying to tease us because we know they can't kill any of the characters off in Star Wars. So maybe yeah. they're kind of teasing us that after this, I wonder if the very end of this next issue, they're going to be like, and coming in March, Dr. Afra number one. I think a, ma one. a massive selling point of Afra is that you get Vader with Afra. Yeah. yeah. And used well. And so if you, if you're, if the comics are bringing her back to a place a where she's point. now with Vader once more, as she started, they bring her back to that kind of that, that sales point that like, Oh, this is a character that kind of shows you some more, uh, it gets more intimate with Vader and is close to him at all times. Mm -hmm. uh, if you start a show off with her being kind of like reluctant archaeologist for Vader, working in direct service to yeah. Vader, like that is so interesting. I love, so compelling. Yeah, I love this kind of this this new direction they're going, and I'm kind of bummed that I was like, oh, and now it's done. And like, it's right. same, same thing with um, it's a return though, almost. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a return to what how it started. It's true. Yeah. 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 
I wouldn't hate if they killed her. Like I, I think it would it be a do nice well, run. It could be done well. Yeah. Could, if it's done well, it'll be a really nice, concise even. Even for that character, concise, right? Because yeah. I feel like you, she could get older, she could mature, she could actually pick a side. But it'd be nice if they just killed her at this. It's like she finally had her foibles catch up to her. Yep. And, um, you know, she has a good heart. She meant well. She was living fast and loose. And it finally, you know, yeah. she did it for a long, long time. But then, you know, you were up against Vader and that. Yeah, that was there's the just no winning. That. Right. Well, no winning I mean, that. yeah. But then uh, I think know. Star Wars is lacking like LBGTQ like representation. Yeah. Like I think you could get either either we get a her. either I'd we get like a, yeah, yeah. either we like do a Finn and Poe ship or we do <laughs> or we do this live action with you Tolvan and yep. and Afra. Yeah. And Tolvan and Afra would be super fun. Yeah, and, it would and, 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 and help super sexy. represent it's, a lot of people. It's fun to have a character in the comics. Who we don't know where it's going. That's always been my sale, yeah. selling point, and why I think Afra's my, always been my favorite, yeah. my favorite um, issue or my favorite series, ongoing series, because like you, you can do anything within the realm of Star Wars. Like the Star Wars run is super tight. Same with the Vader, but you can only there's there's rails you have to stay on with that yeah. with that series, and this I, can go anywhere. It wants. I just think that like they've had this backlog of comics they want to do in for the the sequel era yeah um, that they haven't been able to do yeah, because they need to wait till it's over so yeah. i think we're gonna get a deluge it's gonna you know kylo's gonna be the first part of it maybe we'll get a snoke you know maybe yeah. there'll be some other characters in there um some more about the the rebellion during that time or i don't know some well, like they, they need to do an outputting of yeah. all of those stories when um, the star wars run at marvel first started the new run i think it was only Star Wars and Vader were the only two ongoing series. Yeah, and ev- but ev- but there was always one mini four to mm. six part miniseries running because we had like it could be like a Zori Bliss miniseries. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe they're going back to that to yeah. like let's do more miniseries and follow these characters because remember there was like the Lando, the Leia, the Han, the yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah. yeah, there was there was all these miniseries going on. And I kind of like that. So maybe their thought is like let's bring it back to that. We'll just have yeah. Vader and the Star Wars and do these miniseries with all these all these great prequel yeah. or sequel era characters yeah they, i think they're gonna, they're gonna dive into the sequel era and then maybe they they go back like, yeah maybe they do bring back afra for you know from empire to um return of the jedi it's, i mean that that would but be I, a the thing is the story character. has to be monumental it has to be worth telling like right what is afra doing in a live action show or in a movie like what is she obviously yeah. a relic like yeah. what's the relic yeah. being used for like that's not interesting to me though i feel like that's not i feel like what's more interesting is there's maybe an idea around you know Operation Cinder and how there's all this mm-hmm. expand there's all this these assets in the unknown regions. Yeah. Who was the first group who like scouted the unknown regions? Like who right. went out yeah. there? Who was like who was that well, crusading it's like force? They're scouting it right now. Who, well, who no? But who yeah. first? Who did Palpatine first send out uh, there yeah. to find stuff? Afra. That would be fascinating. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. 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 That would be interesting. And then she finds a lot of the stuff that's lead up to the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And lead up to a lot of the big kind of Sith yeah. and ancient maybe Sith stuff or whatever. Finds uh, uh, the throne. That they throne. Throne. They found finds Thrawn. <laughs> she finds Thrawn. Ezra. 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 Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. This is a show. Um, you see, there's a story there. But here's the thing that I think is the thing that kind of everyone's sleeping on a little bit is like we're all focused on Rise of Skywalker, which comes out December 20th. By December 20th, there's no ongoing Star Wars comics. It's only two games. There's only two games. There's finally two games. But those are done. Like, you've played them if you want to. Yeah, yeah. The Mandalorian has one episode. There is a big drop of sudden. And then, granted, I think in February we get Clone Wars and we get some of the new comics. But they're really making a statement that everything they're doing stops 
for like a month after Skywalker. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Like it's they're clearly they're making just gonna this be like, this is a cutting point. Well, yeah. it is a corporation and, and they do want feedback and data. They want yeah. the red files. They and want to know what people don't Marvel like. Marvel has a lot of success with their whole like seasons, you know? Seasons and rebirth. Like this is going to be yeah. re- it's going to be a season of rebirth. It's going to be we're going to get like think about it. We're going to reach a new year with nothing new and then we get like a, a month before everything kind of starts coming back out. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Very interesting. Great comic series. It's a bummer to see it come to an end, but yeah. we'll see. It's a, it, it was a great run. There are finally two games, and I am so happy. Me um, too. This, this game exceeded all of my expectations, and you're probably wondering why we're talking about it again. Um, the, the best and though flimsy excuse... <laughs> That we've come up with is that I I just finished the yeah. game. So now two Grant, out of three of us. Two and three of us. Grant finished it in like literally forty eight hours somehow. I yeah. did. Didn't sleep. Didn't sleep. Just did it. Was um, there was there any like code, side Was there any like uh, Mountain Dew Code Red? Nope. No. Just, <laughs> just some espresso in the morning All and right. then uh, classy. A lot gaming. of go in the go for it. Yeah. yeah that's it. And then there, <laughs> it was a weekend. I think it hit on a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And I so think I just milled nice. into it right after that. <laughs> Excuse me, family. I'm busy. Yeah. I've got to <laughs> it do this. That's just great. Yeah, on PC. Yeah. Dude, 120 frames per second. Wow. Oh, so sexy. smooth. So smooth. No yes. no lag, no no hitching. From how are those, load, how some... are those load times? Oh, so quick. Oh, so well, slow. Actually, so hidden. Yeah. So hidden in this So game. slow. My load times were so slow. Well, every and time I, I And die. I hit some laggy parts, and I actually get, had it freeze and die on me. On oh, wow. Times. times. I've had that happen. Do you, do you, ben, are you rocking PS Pro? Yes. Or I'm not. Yeah, even then, there was, you know, some rooms I went into that, it, like, it glitched every time I went into it. Like, yeah. Texture, texture popping. I, yeah, a little bit. Well, just, like, it would just freeze, yeah. and then it would, like, pick up, sort of. As it's, it started doing that yesterday, and what I found out, or the day before, if I just exited out and came back, it would start up again, and I'd be mm-hmm. saved, but it froze. But, like, the load times, every time I die, which is really frustrating. I love the game, by the way, but that's my only frustration. I died a bunch. I would literally, like, I would pull up something on my phone and start reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waiting yeah. for it to load. But... That's literally my only complaint. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a more. I mean, so if you die in this game, you go back to a save point, and uh-huh. it's just sort of like you have to do active saves in this game on the yes. meditation points, or else you won't get like things you unlocked and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like not always consistently. Some stuff that you will get, like most of the crates. If you open a crate once, it's open. It's good. Yeah. But I've had a couple times where it wasn't. Interesting. I went back and I was like, wait, why don't I have these things? Yeah. Why isn't this? Some of the crates were. Some of the crates weren't. Yeah. Anyways, mostly flawless game. I, I can overlook these tiny glitches. Yeah. Apparently, they're not even over everything. If Grant didn't get any of it, you know. If we're talking about if that's our biggest complaint about game is glitches, which is true, of mm. a lot of games you get. Uh, yeah, just no, so. But Battlefront Two is rife with glitches so much it's generally unplayable. Yeah. But my point is, like, if that's what you're yeah. arguing about, like, if that's your biggest and only complaint, right. then it's not that bad. And they're not that. I mean, as long as it's still a playable game, which it very much is. Right. Which Battlefront 2 yes. sometimes is. But for Battlefront 2, the last thing I'd be complaining about is glitches because I don't get engaged with it enough to be annoyed by the glitches. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can pinpoint where probably, I got the glitch, a yeah. bug or something. I experienced yeah. a bug, but um, like I only experienced a bug on maybe Zepha when I was like balancing within like some kind of cave. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was kind of like character. My character model froze. very hard. Yeah, they are. The one yeah. one? Jump like the jump levels, like oh, yeah. trying like you can miss. And I like Kashyyyk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was I another was one. You on Bagano. There's a couple yeah. of tough ones on Bagano yeah. that are like yeah, it should be easy. I mean, what, yeah. So, so 
Ben's finished it. Grant's finished it. I am not anywhere near finishing it. Or I guess you guys can tell me how near I am, but I don't feel like I'm near it. I have You're two, close. I have, You're close. Really? I have two major powers. I'm back to Zepho, so I've gone... I went uh, okay. Bagano, Zepho, Kashyyyk. You're about 50%, I think. Okay, Kashyyyk, Zepho. I also did as much of Daphomir as I yeah. could. No, you're, you're, and, you're past 50%. Oh, okay, all right. And, and, I, and I, to me, and granted, this is all about opinions, this game is perfect for me. Mm. For me. I am loving this game. I find it challenging, yet not to the point where I want to throw my controller out of the thing. I think right. it's part of how I'm playing it. We talked a bit about this last week. Like, I am trying to do everything I can. So because of that, I am gaining XP very, very quickly. And I actually am, I've banked eight skill points. So next time I get a new skill, I'm going to be able to, to get it immediately. Get a lot almost, of it. Almost, yeah, most of the yeah, skill. And I'm paying attention to a way I haven't in other games about like what these skills are doing. And so like I get the new battle skill and I'm like, okay, so I got to hold, I got to wait to press square. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. slow it down. And like the second you figure it out, I'm like, oh, I'm just killing it. Like, like, like I've, I found it so rewarding because by the time I get to a new level, it's still challenging, but not frustrating. And I feel like it's super rewarding. And like, there's like, there's one time on Dathomir where I was fighting the Knight Brothers. 15 times I died in yeah. a row. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And I got really frustrated. And then I figured it out. And like, once that I killed those two Knight Brothers, I never died again. Yeah. By it. Like, because you just get it. Like, it's all pattern recognition. Yeah. And like, you just have to, like, I have learned in that game where I come to a new giant boss, I just die. I just sit there right. and run around and watch what it does. Right. Yeah. And, and then die and then the go back patterns. and be like, okay, yeah. so you attack on this one, not on this one. Oh, you dodge instead of instead right. of blocking. You do this. And it's super rewarding. Yeah. My I was terrible at combat. Terrible. I tried. I tried to really make it sexy. I wanted like, oh my, oh they did these. You can do sick combos, but like they all have combo breakers. Like every character in this game. Yeah. So it's like you never really string things together like God of War, where you can just like some people you can just light up like Christmas tree. No, no, no. no. Everything's a battle. Everything. Yeah, everything's a battle. And so, um, but there are so many like sexy maneuvers they have on it, and um, it it was really fun to to rank up. But and, and by the end, I finally was like, okay. You know these things I can lean on, and um, and but like just I had a real, I still have real trouble um, parrying, and the the parry window like so I started on like master, and the parry that. window was like non-existent, yeah, and then even on Jedi it's really it's, it's, it's in a weird spot compared to other games and, I've played, right. and everyone's slightly it's late. different yeah. too. Some are yeah. late and some are early, and oh, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Like so you, it's not like. Assassin's Creed, where it's like the block is always the same moment. Like you can mm-hmm. almost like play it like a musical instrument. Where you're yeah, like, totally. And well, this is like even What's the cadence, like, right? oh wait, I'm fighting the Night, Night Brothers. I have to parry faster. Faster. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting this thing. I have to parry slower. Like it yeah. is really challenging to learn. Yeah, it's hard to gauge the the enemy tells right. Like, yes, yeah. you're yeah. trying to 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 gauge the when and they're going to strike and when they're kind of they fake you out like it's going to be easy because like the first time you fight, you're like yeah. oh, if you can't block it, right. it's going to pop yeah. up red. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. There's yeah. so much more going on. Because yeah. you can draw, you can dodge that and then parry, but then sometimes you can't. And like, there's yeah. one thing I was fighting where it's just like, it's, you, it says you can block it. You cannot block it, even when it's not red. And all you can do right. is dodge it and then wait till it gets tired. I had a lot of those too. Sometimes some it, of these characters, lies. I was just like, oh, I should be able to block it. But like, nope. you just can't block you can't. it. It's too big. 
yeah. too powerful. Well, yeah, and it helps to play like Dark Souls or Bloodborne because a yeah. lot of those enemies and their attacks were far more vicious than Jedi Fallen Order where they would have these far-reaching swipes. I think what the the creature on Dathomir has this sort of attack that you see a lot oh, yeah, in Dark swipe. Souls where like the swipe. Oh, and then the kill swipe? Upon, yeah, the kill swipe. When you swipe. kill him and he it's takes yeah. one last swipe at <laughs> you with yep. his yes. last breath? Every yeah, single time. Yeah. Oh, he gets me with that. That, like, that yeah, was the most Dark Souls, than, I think, but, character in design, in terms yeah. of design. Here's one of the most rewarding things. So when you're done on Zepho the first time, you're getting back to your ship and you run into an ATST, And that yeah. is a major boss battle. Yeah, that's and, a big and, one. And I was figuring out, like, oh, I can dodge this, I can't dodge that. But it took me, like, I didn't die. I died twice, and then I figured it out. But it took a long time for me to take that ATSD down. Because mm-hmm. it's all, like, you can block, you can re- reflect one bottom. thing. Then you can throw back one grenade. And you see its little health bar slowly yeah. shrinking. Yeah, yeah. And then you're on, and then you get the Kashyyyk, and it's the next time you fight it. And now you have this more force ability. And I took that thing down in 10 seconds. Oh, because you could push all, all the grenades. grenades and yeah. it was so rewarding. Like, I almost got, I got Star Wars tingles. Because I'm like, ooh, I am more powerful in the yeah, force. Yeah. Like, that is like your same thing where you're like, I remember having such a hard time with this thing. And now I'm just like, dead. Just, you're beneath me. Yeah, I I, so the, the slow growth of the game is yeah. probably the best thing going for it. Yeah. Uh, and learning the new abilities and, and the scenes that go with that. But, um, yeah. Who do you think I, who who was the toughest enemy uh, thus far in your playthrough? I honestly easy actually this is an easy question. For sure. Me. It's that Ago Bondo. Oh yeah, that, because that I think boss. like you said I attacked it before I had like a, the a proper complement of weapons I might just Yeah. Yeah. It looked, I, I fought it too early. And I mean, I played that thing. And you were 50 also times. fighting it on, on master level, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was fighting that. it on master. But like that, but that, no, actually, I started on master and that was the thing that made <laughs> that me go to Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Smart. And um, still, but still, I fought tough. it 10, 15 times after that. For me, it was on Zepho and it was the rabid, whatever that thing Those was. Ooh. Because. That one is tough. The rabid, um, the, like called. cave troll. Yeah, oh, because okay. you're you're stuck in a small room, and that's the one where I I fought it three times and let it kill me three times because that's when I'm literally just sitting there like, wow. <laughs> what do you just taking notes? That's the one that has the tunnel next to it. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full, full yeah. so yeah. I used the tunnel. See, that's smart. Is I once once I killed it and it was cheap. Lord more. No, no, cheap's fine because <laughs> that's how you play the game. You learn the tricks. Yeah. I also realized, oh, I could have just kept climbing up and jumping down and killing and doing all these things because no, you can't climb up because it swipes you off the wall. Doesn't swipe you because I never tried it because once I killed it. I explored and I'm like oh I should have gone in the tunnel mm-hmm. but that's why it's so rewarding right because you just realize like next time I gotta explore a little yeah, more it was still hard using yeah, the tunnel yeah, too because yeah. I was like come out slash yeah. it and try and dive back but there was a lip there yeah. if you hit it wrong yeah. how did you beat that do you remember I don't did remember I fought so many have, monsters I might have really not need to fight it. I might not have fought because you didn't need if to you, if you see where the wall is you can just like hit it yeah and then but no it's you not come even, back through I probably room, fought but it's it, not though. necessary for any yeah. of the storytelling it doesn't drive you can actually you can, you can totally skip, skip that whole it. thing you can actually skip yeah. that guy I probably fought it I fought most big creatures I yeah have either of you fought bounty hunters yet yeah that's what I was going to say is the most difficult you guys have you guys mentioned it in a text and I'm like no that's the perfect spoiler because it doesn't spoil it but I'm like I want to go play the game now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those Let's just were say there are bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. There should be. And it's they a, have it's a Star Wars game. Alternate outcomes. That's awesome. All, all right. I I am so in with this game. And Did I you keep... have you ever lost to a bounty hunter? Yep. Okay. And I think they they rob you of all your experience. They some, they never appear again. Yeah. All right. Like. It's bad. Or yeah. I've lost a bounty hunter before. And well, then there's something that have happens. Have you ever been sent yeah. to <laughs> That's a different like the most area. EU moment yeah. of the game? 
I was like, this didn't. It looked like Fifth Element when so it this happened. Is a lot I was of, like, this so did for listeners, not just happen. This is a lot of the text I've been reading on our shared text of like, has in yeah. code talk where I'm like, yeah. I don't know. In very thinly veiled code yeah. talk. I was yeah. super surprised by that scene. NFL kind of like throw every game asset at you. Yeah. Like, it, it here's everything you've fought thus yeah. far. Yes. Right. And I was, I was like, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> I keep uh, waiting. So the fifth element yelling at me right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why am I killing more rabid ants? Uh, oh, I'm waiting God. for the bottom to drop out. And you know, you want to hear something that's really funny? What's that? Uh, I got halfway through, so I did all of I did all of Oingo Boingo. I did all of Zepho. <laughs> Tell me it's Oingo Boingo. I did half of Dathomir before I realized that I could heal myself. What? You didn't know about the healing injection? The stims? The stims? Yeah, how that, did you miss how stims work? I just did. And, wow. and I got through all you that. You must be like an expert and, now. So that's why I, I think I'm okay, because once I got the stims, I'm like, I got like five lives now. This is easy. Yeah, that makes more sense why you would have died that many times against the Dathomirians. Because I was like, yeah. yeah. Because Dude, I relied on, on those stims. Like, that was Most boss battles, for me I used every stim I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there was a couple times where I swear they helped me out. They were like, all right, we're just going to wrap this one up for you. Because I was down to my last gas. Like fifty yeah. percent of that game is stim management. It is now. I know. I figure that out. But it's um, like, ooh, I have like this many. I could go this. And the far game is so rewarding in terms of like, just you explore and there's like you kind of start learning like, oh, there's got to be something over here. Like just yeah. you start figuring it out. Yeah. Like yeah. when I discovered the double lightsaber, it honestly felt oh, wait, like spoiler. Right? Well, come on. It's, it's also in the previous. Yeah, we've been spoiled. Most people have probably nerfed. But it's fun well. because it's a very organic way to discover it, and you feel like you actually discovered a yeah. real secret where I'm like, I wonder if anyone else found this. I know they have. It was, kind of, it was kind of a side path, wasn't it? Yeah. I forget. Yeah, it, yeah, was. it, it didn't yeah. have anything to do with anything. No, you could it totally like, play that entire game thing. without ever getting the double lightsaber, I think. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's necessary to that. I don't think it drives the plot of the thing for it at all. Well, The later thing that happens kind of has to happen. I think right. they make it obvious enough for you where you... At some point, maybe they're like... You're right, yeah. though. You could just miss it, You could it, just bypass that, I think. I was actually, if anyone would have bypassed it, it would have been you, Greg. It would have been me. Yeah. I, just, I just plowed right through that game. Where you were like, uh, oh, look, a workbench. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just ran up to <laughs> workbenches immediately. Yeah. I was like, I need to change my lightsaber out. And there's certain things that upgrade you need, like the upgrades to your to BD-1 to be able to turn off the power and things like that are yeah. real obvious, but other ones are just like, yeah. you could get through it without getting some of them. I have... So when I, when I beat it, I... Uh, I, I, I filled out all the stuff on um, Dathomir mm-hmm. and I did all the stuff on um, uh, Pagano. Yeah. But then I was only at 90% at Kashyyyk yeah. and, uh, and Zepho. Zepho and Kashyyyk are huge. There's so much they're in Zepho. They're huge. They're, yeah. they're like five or six maps in one map. Yeah. And um, they're amazing. And I know, and I, I don't have one emitter. Like I have like ninety eight percent of all oh, the lightsaber parts, but I don't have one, and I know it's like something I missed early. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to just go through this whole stupid yeah. like level. There's nothing obvious where where yeah. it could be. I've I've like gone all the places. And the map system is really true to what a Star Wars map system would be, but it's not yes. similar to what you've gotten used to yeah. in. Video, other video love, games I love it, it took me a while to get used to it and now I love it but I'm like it's very it's also a it's clue system too like if you get into yeah. a room and you can't find the yep. exit you just look at your map and it'll be yellow like it's right piece. there yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, it's helpful and not helpful at the same time which I think is really interesting mm. but I mean it's such a good game and I can't wait in fact I just want to leave you both yeah. now and go finish go it. play yeah. it yeah. so uh, to listeners my life is crazy I'm at the end of the <laughs> semester and so I'm working like 60 hour weeks so I don't know how much time I'm going to get 
But my semester ends in a couple of weeks, and I think I'll be able to sit down with it. So I think once I finish, the plan is to do a special edition where we really kind of just go through full spoilers. Yeah. And to do that, because some of you may still be playing through it, it may take longer, it may not want spoilers. So we're going to try to keep it somewhat spoilers. But big, big moments. I'm just so, I've been so in love with this game that yeah. I'm really happy to talk about it. And so I definitely want to do it now. We'll definitely do another one when you finish. We'll keep and talking. There might, and there might be some other stuff that pops up. Because I'm going to go back in. I'm going to yeah. try and platinum this game. Yeah. Because um, I, I love it that much. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. We'll, and we'll have DLC coming, hopefully. And that'll be yeah. hopefully Oh, are we going to get DLC? Oh, I'm Ooh, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so yeah. cool. I'm sure they're working on that right now. Um, I love this game. Uh, I did see some commercials early on that I th- I thought would lead to a more like kind of more of an RPG. Yep. And less of a kind of puzzler. It's very rails in terms of story. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's linear. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. linear. You're going back yeah. and forth to things, yep. but you're going one direction the entire yes. time. Um, but I thought you know you do see Cal on Braca with like a hood on yeah. in that first like kind of marketing uh, trailer, mm. and I was like, how how great would it be if there were actual NPC crowds in this game? And much like Assassin's Creed, where it does borrow some systems, like the mini boss, the bounty hunters are yeah. straight out of AC Origins, basically. Yeah. Right. And um, and Shadow of Mordor and things like that. But um, yeah. yeah, that's right. But what if it, what if it were, were crowds, and what if you did have to hide your identity from these crowds? There's kind of a stealth system, and then if you did get found, you could do the Jedi mind trick. We've never that Jedi mind trick is such a core, interesting yeah. mechanic that we've seen in the films so many times. It's like, ooh, yeah. what if that was used in a stealth game where you could just uh, go well, back into stealth like, immediately? You know what I mean? It doesn't ruin it. For honest you. to God. Mordor, Shadow Mordor, or Assassin's Creed skin, or like skinning on top of one of those would be fun to do yeah. an additional, just like more open world, more RPG yeah. elements. Yes, yeah. I love yeah. Shadow Mordor. Same care, so same same so, care yeah. in terms of level design and yeah. narrative design. Like when you do get to an open area, yes. have there be lots of pathways and undiscovered, yeah. you know, routes to do things and, and opening up, not I, opening up shortcuts per se, but just. Uh, lots of little roads to to, to, to yeah. places you didn't think you could go, but you can. I completely agree. But f- having a Star Wars game that I enjoy playing for the first time in almost a decade, I yeah. I yeah, I super I'm not. I am yeah. so happy. And yeah. and shout out to uh, um, uh, Respawn. I mean, like they just yeah. cr- like this game they is this game is gorgeous. Yeah. This game's stunning, and yeah. this game uh, so much fun to play. Like I love the lightsaber combat. I think they nailed yes. it. Yes, it feels visceral. At the, my first blush on this game was like it wasn't quite God of War because God of War has been working on their mm-hmm. like fight mechanics forever and they're they are so smooth and it yes. was just like well the axe throw feels really really good visceral and great yeah and um it this one's not quite there which is nope. I, I put as the high watermark but yeah. it's really good like yeah. after the first day of playing it I got used to it and I was like oh I get how this game yes. it just play it has a different mechanic to it and it's yep. original and it makes it it's an its own unique thing. experience yeah. and um yeah i loved it i loved it cool um, so all right yeah great game thanks for listening yeah, to uh, us quick programming notes Please, yeah. uh a couple of weeks ago i was uh invited to be on another podcast uh which we've talked about before it's called you haven't seen what it's a movie podcast with uh joelle uh, and Perry, and so they had me on. That that episode is going to drop in the next couple of weeks. But while I was out there, uh, I did a little interview with them, and we talked a bit about uh, their podcast, or about Star Wars, and we also did a round of hyperspeed hot takes. Uh, so that's going to drop in our feed a little later this week, and uh, I think you all should listen. I think they're they're really fun, and they have some some really uh, thoughtful and interesting perspectives on on Star Wars. Uh, and uh, we'll let you. We'll so keep an eye out for that. In I, your am, feeds. I am yeah. dying to know about those hot takes. So <laughs> I, I will be listening. It is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be the next thing that comes out, and also. Um, 
if you're listening to this right now, I think uh, I, we've noticed that when we transferred over from Squarespace to Podbean, we somehow lost the first eight episodes eight, yeah. that we've done. And I've seen we've seen a lot of listeners jumping in in episode nine, like right at the beginning. So um, I'm going to try and unearth, and I think I'm going to repost those yeah. uh, first eight episodes. They, but I have a feeling they're not going to drop in in order. They're going to all of a sudden be popping out as new episodes. Yeah. Um, but they will be labeled uh, episodes one through eight. And, um, you know, probably it's going to be like respawn, I'll call it, or I'll give some word for yeah. what they are, or repost. Um, so, you know, but um, yeah, those will be coming too. So you, after all you complete us out there, we'll have the entire collection at your Right, at your I know. Hands. If yeah. you're anything like we are, yeah. you need the complete thing. Yeah. Um, so... I respect that. Uh, you get some free Adam. Yeah, there might be some free Adam. Yeah, some PA. Yeah. A real startup. Yeah, yeah, the full startup <laughs> thing. And um, But hopefully, I think one of the first things we all do together when Adam joined is we went through the movies. Yeah, it's pretty And early watched on. them and did like three hour episodes. <laughs> yeah, you think these episodes are I long. know, like longer than the actual <laughs> length of the movie, just like rehashes of what we yeah. thought. Yeah. Just sort of as like a, a ground zero. In. We went back to the well, right? We went to Campbell. Yeah. We went to the original. We went to all the films. Yeah, then we went to Campbell. Went... I think Campbell happened after. Uh, Campbell's after out. Made, uh, yeah, I think. But I think... we might, there might be some. Um, there's a couple I original think. I think some of the prequel ones maybe didn't get through oh, that's like too bad because like that's when we discovered our mutual love for oh, Attack of the yeah. Clones yeah, yeah, yeah. secretly one of the best yeah. Star Wars films yeah so if you are a completionist I mean that's we literally all essentially met each other then too yeah pretty much yeah. So, like, yeah. we weren't old friends we met over no. Star Wars yeah. Yeah. now we're friends um, yeah, yeah. but uh yeah, so it's good stuff. So we'll get that up there. Adam's episode is going to be coming um, out um, when Monday you don't know Tuesday. what. That's, yeah. I, I can't wait to listen to that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's going to be great. Uh, and yeah, and then after that, we'll do another uh, Mando episode on Friday. Yeah. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks cool. very much for listening, and may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you, always.